welcome back to The Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, co-host Kevin Clark, and then across the table from me with a brand new hairdo. That's right, Travis Vogt. Or no hairdo, would you call it a... Hair did. A, yeah. a hair done. A hair done. Hair done. Yeah, I'm doing the hair uh, brain. coronavirus uh, buzz cut special. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is great, and I barely pulled it off, too. Because oh, you did it yourself? I did. Oh, yeah. I don't have anybody. Maybe somebody else would do it for you. I got no one. Did you like almost cut your head off or something? No, my clippers kind of like crapped out like right at the end. Like they were going like, and it was just like right when I was taking the last little bits off. I wish you'd had like one tuft. It was fucking close. (laughs) Are they dead now? Super close. Clippers. Uh, I think I could probably like maybe take them apart and fix them or something. But I might not. I might just throw them away. I'm pretty lazy. But I got like I got no hair and it feels great. You look like the energy vampire it. guy from uh, from what we Mark, do in the shadows. Mark Proch. Yeah, that great. guy's funny. Yeah, he is funny. I like him on that show. I don't. He's on uh, on cinema. Yeah. Oh, is he on on cinema? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I've, I finally decided to start watching that earlier this year, uh, but I've I've like stopped for a while. I watched like the first three seasons. Uh, and I, I stopped for a while. I love it. It's pretty funny. It's re- it's wild. <laughs> but we've carried enough water for Tim Heidecker already. That, that dude doesn't need any more money. It's true. He lives in a pile of money. Hey, I said I didn't watch his fucking show. Yeah, good. And I won't watch his new show. I actually watched an episode. Don't put any fine. more... Uh, what was his new show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? Know. You know what? I do know, but fucking people can look it up. It's like well, I was are, just curious. I didn't know. I'm going to forget. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you fine. have plenty of other things that you can watch that are better. I do. I started rewatching the Residence Evil yesterday. The Residence Evil. Yeah. Those are technically better in some ways. Mila Jovovich is in them, which is definitely better. You know, I used to think that the first two were like shitty, but I li- I like them now. Hmm. Wow. And I watched the third one this morning, and well, I'm into these. You know, the third one. Wait, the, the third, third one's the, the, the first Russell Mulcahy one. Yeah, that's the <laughs> first one that I think is like actually good. The I other actually, two had that's had good the only stuff, one I like. I think they're all kind of shitty. Four and five are my two <laughs> favorites, copies uh, at least so far. Like for that, I, you know, in the past, yeah. we'll see how that changes. But I, I really like four and five. Wow, they almost all have like re- like as it gets past three, mm-hmm. I think they all have cool stuff in them. They'll have they'll have one scene that's like, wow, that was great, and then it's like a bunch of bullshit that you have to. You need a guy there who has seen who has played the video games to explain what's right. going on or in this something. movie. My favorite part is like I think I forget if it's in four or five, but it's one of them that actually starts with like you know because they all start with a little bit of voiceover like here I'm Alice and here's yeah. what's happened to me, and then the, the, the one of them starts with like this whole rigmarole. It goes through the first three or four movies. Here's everything that has happened over the last like four films, and then it's like <laughs> then it's like it turns out that she's in a it's like in a simulation or something, and none of that actually happened to that character, so you didn't need to know it anyway. Jesus it's just Christ. awesome. Like I love when shit like that happens. I know one of them starts with like a pretty some pretty cool sustained like action. Yeah, that's there's essentially the, the backwards like, scene too. That's essentially like you know dialogue free, where there's just like ten minutes or yeah. f- something or fifteen minutes of action, and I was like, this movie's pretty great. They're not fucking like stopping to explain shit they're just kind of here you go here's this movie yeah. what do, what do you want and then like and then right after i said that there's like 20 there's 20 dump. minutes yeah. of a, like a uh, CGI head of some guy from the first movie uh-huh. or something like going like here's what's going on and it's like fuck this yeah, shit yeah it's really rough wow yeah and, I don't then know. and then a bunch of other dipshit characters show up and you're like am I supposed to know who these people are I don't know if you played the video game you'd know that was another you, thing you kind of do there's a character in part two who's like I she, guess she's the in character the game, in the from game, yeah. part two of the video game but yeah. she's dressed like the character in the video game and it's ridiculous because yeah. in the game she's dressed like a prostitute right and they have to I think in the movie they're like what do you 
are you doing? What are you on prostitute duty or something? And she's like, Yeah. And you're like, Why? Yeah, just she's wearing her, like this little mini skirt. Just have her wear normal clothes. <laughs> what are you on prostitute duty? That's someone I mean, says that. Duty, prostitute duty. That's prostitute duty. I mean, I don't, th- I'm, I don't think that's verbatim, but that's that's. I mean, that's essentially how the they're dialogue like, in those they, movies the guys are. Like, what are you working vice? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, the dialogue in those movies is not not great. Not good. You know what? <laughs> I don't think anything's great about. It. I mean, like honestly, like. I, I did like the third one because it's Russ Mulcahy. We get to talk about him uh, he, today. He ale- allegedly did not really direct much of that movie. Because he was, what, drunk the drinky, whole time? Drinky, drinky motion, yeah. <laughs> 100%. So I, he's like uh, he's just like a rumor. A just what I heard. trashy version of Peckinpah or something Apparently like that. Apparently they hired him. When they hired him, he was already a drunk, and it just like... <laughs> I think the second, the, se- the first AD like apparently shot most of that movie. Oh, oh, I, I love those bad. kinds of stories where there's just like uh, several people who were also sort of in charge, and then there's the guy who's who's definitely in charge, and he's just like out of it. And yeah. Like, well, we got <laughs> we got to do something. It happened to Spielberg on Hook, but he wasn't drunk. Was no, he? he was just despondent because he was making Hook. Man, I wish there was like a a, a more definitive <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. I would love to. Read no one will ever st- talk about shit. No, like he's that. too powerful. Nobody's ever gonna. They're like never gonna do like the last dance for Spielberg, where they're like, and then there was Hook, and he's like, I blew it. <laughs> he's too powerful. And yeah. in that, and then that uh, documentary that they made about him, like that, that they don't of, even talk about. They this. Don't even one talk shot about from it. Hook, I think, in the whole thing. Nope. And yeah, there is. There's one shot of Hook, and you're like, oh, what's, what's this movie? You guys didn't yeah. seem to mention. They don't talk this about one. Always either in that, do they? I don't think so. I remember at least seeing clips from that one and shit. But like Spielberg, you, f- you forget that Spielberg. I mean, we all love Spielberg, and he seems like a, a genuinely nice guy and stuff. But he also is powerful. Yeah, and is a like has all the ego fragility and of rich. Powerful. Don't forget, and, really and rich, very rich and stuff. Do so you know he's he just gets? Like, We're not talking about Hook. <laughs> Do you know that Steven Spielberg gets a cut of the gate at Universal Studios theme park because <laughs> of because of the yeah. Jurassic Park thing? So they have the big Jurassic Park that attraction ride there. Sucks. Doesn't matter because his name is on all that shit and like all the all the other Amblin and Universal stuff that they milk. He the gets, ET ride. Yeah, all of that shit. ET rides. He gets sucks. a cut of the gate. It's not like he gets a cut of the profits or whatever. He's like whatever people pay to walk in the door. He gets like thirty percent off the top the gross. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> those those both of those rides fucking suck. Kind of thirty percent, but it's a lot. And the ET ride is one of the worst things you could ever go on. Have is the backdraft the one e- still there? That backdraft was rad. ride is awesome. That was rad. And the Waterworld thing, the stunt Waterworld stuff. Waterworld thing, thing is famously sweet. spectacular. Yeah, I liked that. The big get, plane comes. Back to the Future's year. not there anymore either. That was. I cool. liked that one. All they're all good. I like Universal Studios. The two worst ones are probably Jurassic. When Park I went and there, e. the Jurassic Park one was operational but not completely working, much like the actual Jurassic Park. Yes. <laughs> so, the dinosaurs but the, go it, crazy it, and. Uh, Kill everybody? <laughs> no, it had the opposite effect. In this case, the dinosaurs that were supposed to like jump out and startle you were just like there, brightly lit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. This is going to be and really like, boring. All right, now go down the water slide. It's like cool well, with the dinosaurs. No, you know, uh, you are you know. actually going to have uh, dinosaurs on your uh, on your <laughs> dinosaur tour? Be, you know, uh, they're going to be what, animatronic dinosaurs. You know what on that is, don't you? That's chaos theory. That's chaos. If you've never been on the ET ride, though, it, it is really pretty special. <laughs> have you been on the ET ride? I don't think so. I've never been to Universal Studios. Oh God. You, I, I went on it. Never will my, be either. I don't think they're gonna. When I was living in yeah. L.A., I went to Universal Studios like three or four times. I went to those places all the time while it was there. I love it. And the E.T. ride, uh, I took my parents there one time. And you get on the E.T. ride, you have to get on these bikes. Uh-huh. It's like the, the the carriage that you go around in is shaped like bikes. It's very uncomfortable. And then the whole thing looks like absolute shit. Like you know, you go into this. this guys one, come chasing with walkie talkies. Well, kind of. There's like cars driving around. It's simulating like being chased through the woods and stuff. But there's at one point when you're supposed to be like flying on your bike, 
uh, and you, and you're and you're going into like it's like the town, and mm-hmm. it's a miniature version of the town, but it's not lit properly, so you can clearly just see that it's a shitty room. Oh, cool! You can see like the you know it doesn't disappear into like space, and there's right. no illusion whatsoever. You're just <laughs> in a fucking room, and then at the end you go to ET's planet, oh, and it's the stupidest no. thing you've ever seen in your life. And my dad's and my dad actually leaned in while we were like it was at the very end, and he leaned in and was like, "This is the stupidest planet in the entire universe." <laughs> <laughs> and and that's famously has a part when like they tell you to say your name like say your name everybody and then an, an ET at the end He's like, an ET oh, no, Travis goes, like, or something like thank that. you for taking the ride Travis <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? and Spielberg makes money off of this shit yeah man what a monster uh, history's, you know, greatest you, history's greatest monster history's greatest do you guys think that he Spielberg is like when he has like visitors he's like hey let's go to Universal Studios that he he just like gets in free and, and he makes them pay because he's like oh no I'm getting some of your money and you have to go on the E.T. ride with him and go yes dude, this is really you good. have to go on the E.T. ride with and him and his is the only name that E.T. says properly because it's just like and he's just Mr. Spielberg too <laughs> And then he hands him an envelope. He actually of money. hands him the money. <laughs> Here is your cut, Mr. Phone Spielberg. Home. Oh, uh, thanks, ET. It's a little light today. Phone home. <laughs> it's a little light today. Uh, you know what that means, don't you, ET? <laughs> Ouch. They're gonna take my thumbs. Don't make me come in here and break that big orange finger off, you bitch. <laughs> he slaps around the animatronic ET a little. It's just like what Paul Newman does. Oh, uh, speaking of slapping us around a little, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, c- I couldn't think of one. Whatever. What are we talking about? Today? Speaking of slapping us around a little bit, we're doing I mean, three movies. Three movies about which we are mildly unenthusiastic. I'm, uh, I actually, I'm very I enthusiastic about one of them, and it's yeah. one of the worst movies we've done. I'll say it was very entertaining. I'll yes. say that this is the this is hap- hasn't happened in a while, but this is the first time we've done three movies. Like one of them is actually like wh- is like fun really to bad watch. and fun, but like they're all. V- like very middle of the road yeah. for the most part, and I'd say I, sub middle of the road. And, but I was just kind of like, I didn't like, I didn't hate any of them. I right. was just kind of like, eh. oh yeah, okay. Well, you, they, it's like the kind of the the first two are kind of ones that just show up and do the thing. You're like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You did, you did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I don't care, right. but you did it. The third one is the one where you're like, well, now this is happening. Now it's boring. Now this is happening. What? what? Now why is this happening? So well, it's, it's at least it's at least that's as entertaining as it gets. So you know. three movies from the great Christopher Lambert, Christopher? 1994's yeah Lambert. Lambert. Bear with us. Lambert with us. Lambert, 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 Lambert with us. I Kevin liked Lamborghini. I mean I don't yeah. whatever you guys go. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean I get the wordplay, but Lambert uh, with us has a double meaning. Let's, I mean whatever. You yeah, pick. yeah. I think that's fine. You know, that's fine. Like, well, we got 1994's The Road Killers. 1999's Resurrection. Oh boy. And 1992's Night Moves, which I guess we should start with. Yes. Yeah, we it's first. This is pretty amazing. There's a very good chance most people listening to this haven't seen a single one of these fucking movies. I Night, had mo- not. Night, Night Moves has blown up in a couple of like cult underground circuits. Really? Wow. The yeah, there's a bunch of people I know who are well, into we're Night dump, Moves. We're jumping into that, so go expl- we're my, against, we'll start with Night Moves. My Just favorite thing explain. about this happens at the very beginning of the movie, and it's the title card for Christopher Lambert's production company, which is literally lamb like like a lamb bear like a bear lamb bear productions I want to play a game with you and I don't have time for this you have time for Debbie what's wrong with this picture no blood where the hell's the blood the fact that he's viewing this as a game suggests to me he's trying to prove some sense of superiority where were you last night no Andy thinks you're doing this why don't you just ask me what you want to know? 
You like to play games, don't you? Do you know what I'm doing right now, Peter? I'm looking at the name of the girl I'm going to kill tonight. What? What's this it's wordplay? Do you understand? Do you understand? You know, if you think about it, there's two animals in my name. Why does he sound like Speedy Gonzalez's cousin? <laughs> there's gonna be a lot. Why of does he sound like that? <laughs> That's a good. That's point. a good question. Well, he was dude. He's born in New York City yes. and then raised in Geneva, Switzerland. Yeah, but he also lived in Paris. I so believe. he has like a, a classic just Europe accent and. Yeah. It's like Switzerland is like right between. Andy, but French he and was German. briefly married, not briefly, Diane. for a while, to our patron saint Diane Lane, yeah. who well, is in well. one of these movies. Yes, who uh, was in this one? In this First movie. movie. Uh, but uh, also, uh, Christopher Lambert is blind. He's very blind. Yes, yeah. he is blind. He's blind as fuck. And it's like one of those things that when you find, learn that, you kind of go, "Oh, yeah." Explain something. Okay, because yeah. like he, I actually kind of like I kind of like him. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to explain Lambert's appeal, but it's there. He's like the, like uh, what was the movie? Uh, the, the, Highlander. I watched uh, Fortress not too long oh, ago yeah. for the first time, and like that, which was great. But uh, Lambert's the star of that too, and it's like there's this weird quality where you're like, I like this guy, and he kind of sucks. He's yeah. He's not he's not good, but you're kind of like yeah. Like he's, I, he's I, just interesting. Well, he I, has this interesting thing with his performance because he has—he doesn't know where he is in a room at any given time. So he's like, "That's what I'm saying." He's busy trying it. to figure that out. That's what I'm saying is that there's something about his performing where you're like, "What is going on with this guy?" <laughs> and then you're like, you find out he's blind, and you go, "Maybe he's that's just trying it. not to run into shit." I know he's like a guy who's just trying to move around in he, a room. He famously almost severely injured Mario Van Peebles on Highlander Three. Like yeah. they were having a sword fight, and almost sword killed fights. Mario Van Peebles. Motherfucker's doing sword fights. He's yep. blind. Blind as shit. And he's you know, and he's not wearing glasses most of the time in, in at least in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> there's How does one, he play there's chess? One, uh, there's one part in <laughs> well, Night that's Moves. That's acting. Man. Oh, 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 oh. And and do you remember this part when because the Night Moves is a it's a sexy chess movie. That's and what like, we're talking the whole, about. And now. The whole time it is like, did Christopher Lambert do it? Yeah. Is he the bad guy? Maybe. And, you, and, and it basically strings this along until the very end. Two hours. And, and, there, and he, but like, spoiler <laughs> alert, he, he's not. He's not the killer. He's yeah. not the killer. But there's a part when he's like talking to the cops and there, and he's being weirdly shifty and stuff like that. And then the cops are like, all right, well, we don't feel particularly satisfied with this. Lambert puts on sunglasses, stares directly at the camera, and smirks. <laughs> the only explanation could possibly be, hey guys, I am blind, by the way. <laughs> it's so weird. Eh? Because uh, like his character isn't the killer, so there's no reason for him to smirk at all. I kind of like weird. him in this one because he's playing like a real piece of. shit. He's a real asshole this is, in this. And I mean, yeah. he's, suppo- he's supposed to be. He's not like it's not like he's like accidentally yes. playing this. This is this what Lambert, is. No. This is what he can do: is play a weird chess guy, a weird sexy chess guy who might be a killer. Like this is his wheelhouse right here. Yeah. The yeah. other two movies that we did, Christopher Lambert sticks out like a sore thumb, and that's what's interesting <laughs> about he's, he. Remind and this is weird. I don't know if you're gonna follow me on this one, but he reminds me of like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he turn when he's playing just a person in a movie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, why is everybody okay with this? Why <laughs> is like anybody in the, like in the sixth day where he's just like I'm a helicopter pilot, I was just some guy, and yeah. everyone's like, sure, he's just some just guy. Any and movie. you guys are like, right. what? What? No, that guy's fucking weird. Like right. in, um, What's he doing there? Like, I mean, and I know True Lies is like, the joke is that like right. he couldn't possibly just be a regular guy, but there is a world in within that movie where like- Lots we were, of people think where, he's a regular where we guy. Where we were supposed to believe that he's just a guy who's like, I sell insurance and Jimmy Lee Curtis is like, yes, fine, you're normal and my husband is totally normal. And you're like, no, he's not. He's giant and Austrian. Obviously, that movie's like a joke and so sure, it's supposed sure. to be like that. A little bit, but right. it is still like you know. But it's like when you watch when you watch like the sixth day, and he's just like, "I'm a pilot. I'm a helicopter pilot." 
Yes. Yeah. It's like, you're what? What's the one that I never saw where he's like the sheriff of a town? And oh, yeah, like, yeah, And he's yeah. like, I am the sheriff of this border town. And you're like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. And then, and then at the end of that movie, he kills this like Mexican cartel guy and goes, you give immigrants a bad name. And it's like, he wasn't an immigrant. He was, he was a Mexican cartel guy. He wasn't. But, very bad movie. But actually, I actually follow your logic there. I think that's. Yeah, it's a very similar. It's a similar that's thing. A, this one, it works fine. He, yeah. he like, he, because he's a weirdo. He's playing yeah, some yeah. weird fucking chess guy and then but in like road killers in particular he's like a nice family like, man we are all on a family vacation you're like what are you t-? and he's like it's, bullshitting around with yeah. shooter mcgavin and like we're all we are buddies from way back are we they're not? supposed to be brothers aren't they <laughs> i don't know I, I thought maybe they were friends we'll get to it either way christopher lambert just as soon as he appears yeah, yeah. in a movie you're like what? whoa it reminded me of because because road killers particular is like uh is like the same plot structure in a, a, some ways is like breakdown which yeah. made me think of it's Kurt totally Russell. Like yeah. made me think of yeah. Kurt Russell, who is an actor who can play. I don't know that he can play like a crazy. But Kurt Russell, when you see Breakdown, you go like, "There's a regular guy." Right. Kurt Russell is also super famous, and you recognize him as like a super car- famous cartoon character, like Snake Plissken. But then when he plays a regular, you're like, "Yeah, I believe it. I buy this guy as just yeah. a regular guy." Christopher Lambert, on the other hand, you go like, oh, "What?" <laughs> right. But like three. Like we we watched a couple of Kurt Russell movies, and I also rewatched Executive Decision not uh, too long ago, and that's the like the third movie in a row of his that I've watched lately, where he's kind of he gets cucked. He gets cucked by everybody first. Yeah. You you know, he's like everybody thinks he's a wiener until he has to like double down and be cool. But he, but, oh, yeah. he, but, but, he like, but he can actually do that. Right, he pulls. Everybody it thinks of Kurt Russell as being like sort of this very masculine, yeah, yeah. iconic presence, which he is. But he can actually act well enough to do that shit. You know, but Christopher Lambert's acting style again, like I kind whatever of, you want to call it. I kind <laughs> of that's the thing is that I kind of like it, even right. though you're like, why huh? this guy? It is bad. Yeah, I think it's bad, but it's interesting. Have you ever and- seen uh, Subway? Yeah. Not, yeah, that's a weird, like an early Luke Besson kind of thing. Yeah. Which you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Luke Besson, but that's one of his. He won a Cesar Award for that movie. It's an interesting movie. He's wow. real good. And he's uh, real young uh, in it. Lambert did. Yeah. yeah, interesting. It was uh, one of his first movies. It was yeah, it was pre Highlander. I think he got Highlander off that movie. Yeah. Ah, um, the Highlander. But uh, yeah, anyway, he's he's a, he's an interesting presence, and I'm I, this was one like you brought up, and I at first I kind of when you brought it up, I was like, eh, really? Because because I knew all these movies were gonna be. At best, fair to at best, at best, okay. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, okay, because they're all essentially straight to video. Yeah. Even though I think two of them, I think Resurrection was the one I saw Res- on HBO. Resurrection went straight to video in America, but went, uh, but I think screened sure. theaters in like Japan or yeah. something. Night the, Moves definitely went to theaters in Europe because uh-huh. apparently Lambert Europe, is yeah. a huge was a, at least at the time a very big movie star in Europe. Yeah. Uh, and Road Killers was a dimension that may have had a theatrical. Release, I'm sure that went straight, went straight to video. Straight to video. In the States, anyway, yeah. it's all very so. I was sort of like I was gonna, and then like I was like, no, I, I kind of like Christopher Lambert. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I always have. There's and a I, quality. And I, I don't, yeah, it's doesn't hard he play to the, like the interdimensional ice cream man in Southland Tales too? I believe he something does. like that. Been that. Since I saw that. weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his career is weird. Yeah. I don't know. And he's blind. Is he still around? Is he still doing stuff? Ah, uh, that is a that is a damn good question. He's a uh, Raiden and uh, that's right, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, I I am an interdimensional karate. Is he? Man. Which one is he? He's not in the first. He's not in both of them. He's he's, no, he's Raiden, in the first one. in the first one. And then the second one, it's James Remar. It's James Remar. Yeah. He's like, I'm now. I'm an interdimensional karate man. I don't know. Yeah. And he's Tarzan, the Legend of uh, He's yeah. Greystoke, Greystoke yeah. the Legend that, of Tarzan. I, I think was that interesting his, movie. Which was that might have been bomb. his first movie. I don't, I don't know. Well, it was so. either that or Subway. One of those was like was his Subway. first thing, and he kind of he kind of blew up. I think that was a that was a bomb, but like people recognized him from that, and that's how he got. Have Highlander you ever seen that movie? 
<laughs> I've never watched. It's pretty bad. My family and I well, watched no, I did that watch several it. times for some reason. It was like it's one of those weird movies that like you, that belongs to your family for some reason, and then you realize, and then you read about it later on. It was like this movie was a huge bomb that everyone hated, and you're like, oh, I believe that that's the movie that famously Robert Town ghost wrote and uh, had credited to his dog. <laughs> Sounds very Robert Town. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into night moves, guys. There's I call it sexy murder chess. Sexy murder chess. There's some. There's some pretty. There's some pretty hot sex scenes in this. I, that part yeah. that took me by surprise because I went and go like, oh, it's about chess. Okay, it's gonna be about a ch- killer who's a chess player, and then all of a sudden it just cuts and there's like, oh, this is a sex a, a sex scene. With yeah, multiple and nudity and they're everything. They're very cinematic. Like they're very oh, yeah, like yeah. not they're full very on Zalman King. King. Zalman you know? King, yes. Where there'll be boobs and then there'll be uh, it'll Some be sheets. on a bed with like mm-hmm. yeah, a bed with sheets. like uh, with like a four poster bed sort of thing, yeah, yeah. and then like yeah. sex, sexy music playing, and there'll be some boobs, mm-hmm. and then and then the women will be wearing sexy lingerie, and then it's over. And you're like, all oh, right, I guess that was technically sexy, it's just like in real life, just like there. Yeah. And you're and like, that is over, recognizably like, sexy. Fine. <laughs> Ugh. And then, like one of these sex scenes happens very early in the movie. Um, well, the movie starts with a flat with a flashback where these two young, oh, these two searching boy. for Bobby Fisher kids having a chess tournament, and then one of them loses and stabs the other one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and he's a weird looking kid, and uh, and he like flips out, and he like turns he, he he turns over the uh, the chess piece, the right. queen or the king or whatever it is. No, I don't think any of the, us know the, anything the about rook, chess. The rook. Do, the, uh, do any rook. of us? Do any of us know how to play chess? I do. I okay. do not. I know. I know the rule, the basic rules of chess. I've yes. been taught chess probably six I mean, times. I've I seen The Wire six times, and so I know that the king stays the king. Yeah, king uh, stays the king. That's all. That's all I know about chess. You oh. got the horse. Really? You never. You, you, know, horse, you got these little bald motherfuckers. All the little. And, it's not uh, like it's not like checkers. No, I know. The pieces can move different <laughs> ways. They yeah. do different stuff. You the knight goes. The, the knight goes in. A, yeah, the horse. The horsey goes in an L shape. No, I know. I know the I know the the I castle know the can only go straight lines. St- oh, okay. No, that's you're thinking of the bishop. The bishop can bishop, go diagonal. Here's the thing: you don't need to know anything about chess to be able to follow knight moves, though. I don't Even know. It's like half it, of the movie is just half of the movie is chess, chess and the the killer's whole pattern is based on a chessboard. Is it? But I don't feel God, like, God, that's how little I was paying attention. To I don't feel moves. like the movie knows about chess either. I think it knows about as um, much about chess as I as do. I do. Yeah, where it's like, like there's a grid. Yeah, and there are the horse piece and like the castle this, piece. This movie, okay, he so calls it the horsey in the movie. He calls too, it the horsey. Weird. This movie, this movie, <laughs> made, this movie, the structure of the killer's pattern or whatever is probably based on chess. But like, I was, I didn't know that till just now because I wasn't paying. There's a whole attention. scene, yeah, where they talk about. But that. like, also, you can still follow this movie right. because it's just a thriller. And then when you get to the end and you find out who it was, you're like, oh, is that guy? It's totally, it's Did totally like, a, it's totally <laughs> like, a, it's totally like a, one of those guys. It's one of those movies where you're like, who's the killer? Maybe it is. Christopher Lambert, and then you know, Wasn't a third in the movie, you're like, no, it's not. And then when you're like, so it's just going to be some guy. Isn't some there guy. A thing and then in this? Just, that's what it is. It's just some fucking. Guy. Okay, well, so at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, though, it's like the two kids have the chess match, and one of yeah. them loses, and he flips out and stabs the other one. He stabs, or him, attack, he stabs him in the hand. Stabs him in the hand with a pen. The killer you're, is the kid. The who's killer is the stabby him. kid. Yes, but you're supposed to think that Christopher Lambert is the stabby kid. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For most of the movie, it's one of those things where it's like, who grew up to be the? Who did the stabby kid grow and up? And at the into? end, the killer's like, be Lambert. Um, it's me. I'm the one who stabbed that, you. That was, like, oh, okay. It was just so funny to me because the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, well, it's obviously the other kid from the chess match. It's not him. The, yeah. You know, it's the kid who stabbed him. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize until it was over that I was supposed to think that he was the stabby kid. That Lambert or the killer was no. That Lambert was the stabby yes. kid. Lambert was the other kid. Yeah, it turns out got, he's the one who got. He's the one who got stabbed. Yep. stabbed. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, you? 
that I was supposed to think the other thing? I didn't. That didn't even occur to me. <laughs> this is this is the thing about this movie is that like a lot of stuff isn't going to occur to you because it just happens. It just go, it's like by the it's like by the numbers thriller shit. And so like whether whatever the killer's like like mo is. Is, is fucking doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because you're just watching and going like, and then this is the part where this happens, and then here's the part where another person gets killed, and then they're like, given clues, and they're like, ooh, let's follow the clues, and then it spells out his daughter's name. <laughs> it's oh, one of those And then you're like, you're like well, it's my daughter. We need to save yeah, her. Yeah, the killer has an incredibly elaborate plan to just get revenge on uh, Christopher Lambert. And at one point, by, you're supposed to think him clues, uh, By giving him he clues, By giving him clues. He gives him legit clues yeah. and stuff. Mr. And he's Police. Like, he's like, why have you still not figured out the, the clue? I'm giving you all the clues. <laughs> like a regular killer's doing. Figured out your plans, <laughs> but he's giving. But then also, you're playing a game of chess with late de- dead lady bodies. You're playing briefly, a game of chess with human lives. You're briefly lives. supposed to think that it's uh, Baldwin. Well, which which one? Which which Baldwin? That's is it? Daniel. That's Daniel, and that's such a hail mary out of nowhere. Where yeah. you're like, wait a minute, for like what? like right at, towards the very end, you're like, he shows up, he shows up in this sinister, and he's acting totally different. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, me. oh, he's the killer now. And then you're like, what? and then like no, two scenes later, <laughs> Christopher Lambert finds it's, him. It's in just, hysterical yeah. how how, how briefly they, they they throw that out there. So, I I liked that because uh, because like you're saying everything in this is so rote, like everything it just hits every single yeah, yeah, beat. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> so he's probably not the killer because there's no way he's also a chess pro from like when he was a little kid. Because right. like immediately you know, like it's obviously the other little kid is the killer. But like they make him a complete asshole just so that you think he's the killer. Yeah, and he right. like, like lies to the cops and stuff. Yeah. Well, no, no, he, he no, is no I'm cop. talking about Daniel Baldwin's oh, Daniel character. Bal- no, yeah, Daniel yeah. Baldwin's character is like the, the prototypical serial killer, like asshole cop hates the protagonist, so you know he's a suspect. Uh, you know what yes. I mean? But also, and it never turns out to be that but guy. Also, yeah. yeah, that's exactly how you know he's not the guy. Right, that's too. exactly what because I'm saying. Because you're like, you're like, this guy's too much of an asshole. Right. And you're like, it's not Tom Skerritt. Right. Because Tom Skerritt's the other cop, and you're like, it's not him, because he's Tom Skerritt, and he's supposed to show up and go like, he did a good Look, job. everybody, sort of everybody calm down a little. We're all a bit in hysterics Whoa. over these hey, chess everybody murders. everybody knock it off. <laughs> I like, Tom, Tom I like Skerritt's that, very good uh, at telling everybody to knock it off. I, I was actually, because I didn't, I, again, again, I'm, I apologize that I, I apparently wasn't paying close attention to this, which I, half, happens often during these movies. I like won't watch the opening credits for whatever reason. I'm like, the opening credits, I'm doing something else. And so when Tom Skerritt showed up, I hadn't seen his name, and I was like, Tom Tom Skerritt, this is great. I was very excited. I knew Diane Lane was going to be in it, but I was very excited to see Tom Skerritt because, you know, even when he's kind of in this, just sort of going like, I'm earning a paycheck, you're like, still, it's still Tom Skerritt. I like the part in this where they, they first <laughs> go to a, a visit like Christopher Lambert to question him about the, the, the first murder, and, uh, and immediately Daniel Baldwin is like, I think you're fucking lying. <laughs> You piece like, of you got shit. something up your sleeve, you fucking liar, you piece of shit. And then and then they're and then they're leaving and Daniel Baldwin and Tom Scarrett are the two cops. Daniel Baldwin and them are, and him are leaving and, and, and Daniel Baldwin's like, I don't like him. What do you think? And and Tom Scarrett is like, I, I mean, I think he's lying. You know, I mean it just sort of he's like, All right. Can we settle down here, Ripley? I don't simmer, know. Simmer, simmer down. Simmer down. Uh, Knock it off. Oh, all right, knock it off. So there's some He's the perfect so dad Seattle, from Seattle Poison Ivy. Tom Skerritt and I don't. Can we count this as a Seattle movie? No, it it's technically it takes place in in, in San the Juan Pacific Islands. Northwest. It was shot in Vancouver. Does it? It's shot okay. in Victoria. Yeah, and then uh, but it, I think it's supposed to take place at least according to Wikipedia. It's supposed to take place in an island mm, in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. So presumably the San Juans. And they do talk like about Seattle all the time. or something like that. Yeah, Tom exactly. Skerritt gets flown in. And he's like the new chief of police, or is he just there for this investigation? Oh. 
just one clear because he does one talk more to thing before like, we get into the. You guys aren't gonna like me very much. Mm. He does. He does do that. It's weird. <laughs> one more thing before we get into the plot proper. At the end of the the, the beginning, black and white sort of mm-hmm. flashback. The kid who is is no longer allowed to play chess because of the stabby right. stabby. And then his he, and then he's like in in his miserable home. His dad leaves. Right. And then he he goes upstairs. He sees like a bunch of blood pouring through the ceiling. He goes upstairs and sees his mom has cut her wrists. And then uh, what? Because he's like some sort of weird kid unlocks his chessboard and then goes downstairs and plays. And so you're like, ooh, he's a fucked up chess kid. And, but this has to do with his MO as a yeah, killer. Yeah, All right. right. So anyways, this Tom's movie, This movie actually, when we were describing the plot just now, is like one uh, being made in Italy away from being a giallo. I thought this it was really, very giallo. It very, like, it's it's very, very giallo. Very giallo-y. It also, not for better, reminded me of that uh, that shitty giallo movie we watched with Corey, uh, the third one, the, the like really long Vanity oh, yeah, Project yeah, yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Fa- yeah. Fatal, this was, this was By the way, this was <laughs> not that What was that movie bad. fucking called? Fatal uh, Frames? Fatal Frames, thank you. This was yeah. not that bad. No, it's not that bad, but it, it looks like it yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. and feels like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a European production. Oh, yeah, 100%. This doesn't they have, shot a bunch yeah. of it in, like, Bavaria, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this movie? Yeah, like, all the all the hotel interior stuff where, like, right. the guys in the Beefeater costumes are in this weird <laughs> hotel in the San Juan Islands. It's like, it's Bavaria. <laughs> Yeah, there are definitely there's de- like a couple shots where you're like, all right, this is nuts, Seattle. This, this is somewhere. In Where's the Northwest. this weird European chateau hotel? And then, and then and other times you're like, that's no, that's not a thing that's anywhere around here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Uh, like that that weird scene where they has ice cream with his daughter in the hotel restaurant. Yes, <laughs> just like what is this even fucking doing in here? And then there are these giant guys in the British like beef eater guard yeah. costumes, like in front of just the door to the restaurant. The guy's got a big fucking axe on a pike. Yeah, it's weird. Very <laughs> strange. It's got like the but it's got like the blind his blind uh, is it his Jeremy his, his uh, I don't know mentor, what the fuck his relationship I think, is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Who yeah. like hangs out with him and like that guy if you just if that guy's dialogue was dubbed you would just assume it was a giallo because yeah. that character is straight out of like any number of like Italian like giallos. What about the what about I am the, the blind uh, man who is who is somehow sort of a suspect and, but not at all and I'm gonna die I'm gonna end up dead and he I sure liked, does. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite weird side characters was the other chess tournament pro guy like because he gets he's you know oh, Lambert yeah. is suspected of the murder and he like they're prepping they're prepping for the match and Christopher Lambert is being like he's pulling like a bunch of diva shit he's just like can you make the, the chess pieces on the screen move faster yeah. and like I don't like this chair can I have a better chair that it's is uncomfortable Ren. and the other guy Peter goes Laurie. that is Ren Hoek <laughs> <laughs> Which is which is which Ren Hoag's voice is from Peter Lorre. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, there you go. The, the, they're, everybody's like, you know, Christopher Lambert. We can't yeah. just give you all like make all these special concessions. We're trying to like even up the playing field. It's like, well, I can't sit in this chair. I hate it. And, <laughs> and then, idiot. No, the and other then, guy comes. And out the and other guy comes up and makes fun of him. He's like, "Oh, are you uh, pulling your diva act there?" And they're like, "All right, fine. Give him a chair." And then the guy sits down and they're he goes, like, "I can't so, sit here." Yeah, I can't sit here. This I have to sit facing the north. <laughs> I must be like, facing north. Because my again, power comes from my the power north. comes from the north. <laughs> that guy later on uh, even has a foil. He's a wearing tinfoil tin hat, <laughs> as if they're not making the point well enough. It's just because such a stupid joke. In the world of high power chess, a lot of these people are crazy. They're a little eccentric. Yeah, and also and like, that plays into that plays well with Christopher Lambert's performance which is characteristically weird but it, you can but it, like it fits for like a weird chess guy yeah. when he's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like anti-social and like a, right. a, a dick. sometimes, he's he, to be a sometimes dick, yeah. he expresses very like suspicious like there's one time where he's talking to uh he's talking about the the parallels of chess and life with Diane Lane and he's like chess is a reflection of life life is violent 
the strong win, the weak perish. And you're like, ooh, that's the sort of thing that maybe a killer would say. And yeah. also, he's oh, he know. is lying to the cops because he's trying to conceal his relationship. Like, he's... But who's he? Yeah, well, he well the first he he has so there's a sex scene like right away there's like right away there's like a there's like a chess thing. And then there's like a hot, sexy sex scene, and then that lady gets murdered. Right. And then, so he's immediately, the, immediately after. There's a lot of, this is, I don't know why this reminded me of Giallo so much, but almost this sort of like unrealistic sort of time frame. Right. Because he like, he's like, goodbye. And then the door and then, shuts, and, and then and you he, hear a bzzz. And, and, he, <laughs> and she like, answers, she answers, and he I'm, goes, he goes, I am I, back. I, I, I'm back. <laughs> and she goes, oh. And she like, and she yeah, immediately like, goes like, and unlocks the door like, oh. He, but it's it's funny because the guy does a Christopher Lambert. I mean, <laughs> obviously, it's but it's supposed to be, but you, you it's like crazy. Exactly. So you're supposed to go. Oh, it did sound like him, but he's like, it's totally, it's, it's me, it's me. I never left. And he like, didn't he? Did they pass each other in the hall or something? I'm, like, I'm back to left. have more sex on you. <laughs> it's you. gonna be even sexier. <laughs> It'll be even sexier sex this time. I promise. Even though you have chess to admit, chess get it left and right. So, oh, too. you know those chess guys get laid. So she, so she gives so taking she, down queens all over the place. <laughs> so she gets ready to get sexed at again, and then gets murdered instead. And all these murders begin, and I don't know if they ever fully explain this with these bright flashes of light and yeah. then like electricity sounds. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a taser. He's tasing. Like, them. Is there? I'm yeah, not yeah. sure. I saw it. In no, because he does. Because he tases oh, some of the characters. There's a taser killer on. in another movie that we cover in this. Because mm-hmm. he tases. Mm-hmm. He tases. I'm pretty sure it's a taser. Are we sure we're not confusing it with the resurrection, which features? A no, this has a taser in it. I'm pretty okay. sure. Because yeah, there's, fl- there's a flash bolt. There's a whole taser thing in the fight at the end. And yeah, okay. there's tasers in it. All right, it's got yeah. it's got the taser. But you see, like these the, the ladies, and he'll he'll like st- stock up behind them, and then you'll see this flash, and they'll go, yeah. and then the right. killer, and then he he kills five. He, he kill. He's very, he's one of those movies where the killer is very successful before yeah. they finally take him. And down. there's like a lot of blood. Basically, after stuff. he's already executed his plan, and uh, but he kills five ladies, and his mo is he'll he'll you know does this weird flash thing, and then they find the body, and it's a lady, and her face has been done up like the uh, little boy's mom, Mommy, yeah, and then she's been bled to death. I don't. Do they ever? Do, there's no blood in the bodies. No, it, they, no, they bleed. That's the thing he, is that he's ta- he's taking the blood out of the body and then like put it there. And that's the first one. They go, "What's what's wrong with this picture?" And they're like, "There's no blood." And they're like, "Where's the blood? Where's the blood?" Do they ever find out what he did with the blood? I don't remember. Or, no, doesn't matter. Either way, you get the mo. And then he paints. And <laughs> I then honestly he paints don't a, fucking remember. He paints a word over the top of their head. Yeah. And, and then the words all. I mean, end up I think that's what they clues. did. That's what he did with the blood, isn't it? But it's that's, nah, it's just a word. It's, it's not a whole body's worth of blood. It's not blood even because they don't even mention. You could paint that a whole blood. house with like a person's blood, and it's just you like could paint a whole house with a person's house. blood. Yeah, I've tried. I've you'd done have that to, before. Can you before? Well, you have to like keep watering that blood down because it's gonna clot. You gotta water that blood. You down. gotta water that blood down. Well, you're you painting least, a house with someone's blood. At least put it on a put it on a hot plate on like low heat so it doesn't get all dry. What you gotta do is you gotta you gotta have the person like you gotta have the person still alive and producing blood, and you cut them open, and you and you paint you have to paint the house while they're still bleeding cuz that way they're still producing blood you got to keep them alive how much blood does a person make well i mean they're going to enough to paint enough to paint a house yeah. see quite a bit i heard you paint houses but you know if you kill them you know you're going to have to worry about that blood clotting and oh, turning boy. you know sour, can't you just give them an anticoagulant uh, now we're in like Hannibal yeah. territory uh, where it's, it's like uh, it's hard to do but anything This is a Hannibal episode is. where he paints houses <laughs> with people's blood. Yeah, I find it beautiful the way that you paint houses with people's blood. I, I, he makes wings out of their skin and then <laughs> put, puts beehives in their assholes. <laughs> that, <laughs> that show, show is great. awesome. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Best show. Uh, it's beautiful what you're doing. 
But yeah, so he's dra- so the bodies are drained. Uh, Christopher Lambert lies about it at first because they're like, "Did you did you uh, have sex with this lady?" He's like, "I didn't." I and fucked her. And we're like, "We all saw you." <laughs> I fucked her. I fucked her. That guy's gonna appear in this podcast he later. Sure is. It's like weird how they like, he goes like, "No, I didn't." And then like they go, the movie goes on for a bit. Daniel Bob was like, "You're a fucking come, liar." Fuck you, you piece of shit. But then I fucking hate you. I hate chess. You're a son of a bitch. I like checkers. But then they come back and fuck he's like, you. "What did he? What did he? What did he lie about? What did he say when he comes back and says like why he lied?" Oh God, I don't remember. <sighs> I didn't want to fuck with it's, my chess game or something it's, like he's, that. It's like what's he's up? like he didn't want to get like, involved yeah. because he wanted to concentrate on his chess. That's right. It's, and it's, that is, it is, and that it, is like the, the primary like, like yeah. um, driving force behind his character. Once you find out that he's not involved with the killings, it's basically because Diane Lane's constantly going, "We need to u- you to use your chess genius to help us solve this yeah. case." And he's like, "I don't want to get involved. I'm kind of why, a selfish why, chess though? asshole." Because like they, at this point, they don't know that it has anything to do with chess. And she's she wants to you know she wants to keep him close. She's a uh, he's hot. she's like a psychiatrist or something a psychologist. Uh, it's pretty right? funny. So like they, she because so she they, 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 they put her undercover at first. The cops right. go to a psychologist who also is so, sort of a red herring guy for a little bit. But they go to this one main psychologist guy and they're like help us out with this and he's like okay but I'm gonna have this other lady come help you. He, right. She like works for him and then they then they send her undercover. Into a sauna. Into a sauna <laughs> bone him. With, with Christopher Lambert, and then without telling her that he is a murder suspect. Yeah. And she's mad about that afterwards. But later on, she's like on the case. Yeah. She is like the assistant to the psychologist, and she's yeah. like there at murder scenes and stuff. Yeah. And at a point later on, because she gets too close to Christopher Lambert, they tell her she's off the case. <laughs> she's just like but an she's assistant. Not a, she's not a cop. Yes, she's not a cop. <laughs> And she just met these cops because she's because she eventually has sex uh, some uh, some very some very steamy sex with uh, Christopher steamy Lambert. Steamy as fuck. It's pretty hot, and, but very tasteful. Very tasteful too. Yeah, tasteful, yeah. but but just hot. like just like you know, kind of like you know, okay. erotic. Yeah. There's erotic. Yeah. I would call it. I would definitely call it, it is erotic. erotic. It's very sexy. It's very yeah. red shoe diaries. Yeah. <laughs> that's. That's why I call this movie "Sexy Murder Chess." I like the part. Three uh, things that this movie. I about. like the part of this in the middle where it's like the part where you know the killer keeps killing people and they you know, we're hitting a bunch of dead ends. And Daniel Baldwin and Tom Skerritt keep going to the realty office because all of the victims rented apartments from the same landlord. Oh, yeah. And they keep going to see this poor lady who works there, and they're like, so what can you tell us about uh, all the people that lived in these apartments? (laughs) And she's like, nothing. And they're like, all right, we'll come back. And then they leave, and then they come back later, and they're like, who else has access to these records? And she's like, just me. And they're like, all right, another dead end. We'll be back. And then they, Daniel Baldwin comes back a third time, and you he's like, I want you to do this thing. She's like, you want me to do this thing? And he's like, yes. And then they, they still get nothing out of it at the end. It's the, amazing. My, the, my, the, that lady, I think, is the same lady at the beginning where they're questioning people like outside the apartment building. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, did, did she have any visitors? She's like, oh, yeah, she did. And he's like, oh, how can you do Well, the walls are very thin here, so <laughs> I know that she had someone over, last, a man over last night. <laughs> so oh, it was really geez. like, oh, this lady sure had a lot of information. But mm-hmm. then they figure out, the only thing they get from the, like they figure out that the bodies haven't been found where they've been killed. Yes. That he's like transporting the bodies mm-hmm. and then he's putting them in certain places on the map of the town that corresponds to a chessboard. Yep. And Oof. it's like, it's a it's the game 
it, that he played with this kid. It's like the opening gambit of their chess match. So yeah. like he's like, so he put the body in C4, and then I would have moved to E6. And they that's how they figure well, out That's That's pattern. a particularly funny scene, too, because this is a pretty stupid movie, and uh, and a lot of the time you just have to go like, I guess so. Oh, sure, okay. Because he sees this, <laughs> he, he does this thing, and this is when he's he's finally been brought on. He's like f- finally taking it seriously. Yeah. Like He's like, first he's like, I don't want to get involved. And then he's like, now I am helping, and I want to stop this guy and uh and he sees this like this uh glass like kind of see-through glass map of the city Uh that they have up and he goes of course (laughs) and then he just writes this grid down he just arbitrarily draws this grid down over the map and he's like it's the this is how we do it and you're like i guess i guess that's the grid i don't know did you like the part where they go to they because now they're like okay so you know who's done these particular moves because you know it's chess so there are like actual and they use strategies and stuff they go they go to the guy who's the fucking AV guy for the chess tournament. Yeah. And he's like, as a matter of fact, I have a modem link to the entirety of chess records. Internet, eh? Is the... Is- I'm going to spoil the ending. Is the AV guy the killer at the end? I think so. Yeah. That's the guy who's the killer. Yes. Right. Okay, sorry. Of course. No, because you just... Because when you said that, I was just like... I was like, for a second, like... Was it just a different character all of a sudden? Because I was like, no, I think it was the AV guy. This I is, thought he was like is, an intern with the police or something like that. This I think is, he's, the AV, very, he's the AV. He's been in the movie for a good one minute yeah, or yeah. two minutes. It's but, one of those. And then he's revealed as the bad guy, and they're like, of course. Yeah. I knew it was you all along, that one minute that we were talking, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't know if I made that connection just because I don't know if I was paying strong enough attention to make that connection. Think, all, on the other hand, I since I knew the entire time that it was going to turn out to be the other kid that I guess I was supposed to think was Christopher Lambert this whole time? <laughs> I wasn't even on the lookout for like who's the killer. But it was it was one because it was the AV guy who okay. like who's in literally like one scene right. earlier. Yes. It's, it's like, like yeah, I can make the things go faster on. And the fortunately, the <laughs> yeah. movie knows you're not following it either. Either because when he reveals himself at the end, it's they not do the flashback, exactly right? the way. No, no, it's no. not the exactly the way he puts it. But he basically goes, "You, the AV guy." <laughs> From earlier in the movie, who helped with the computer stuff? He's You're like, the guy, and he's that's like, "That's right. right, me, the AV guy." The AV guy. I, I, I was <laughs> in this movie earlier on. I was not for very long, but I was. Because there's something about how he's a, comp- he's a computer guy, so he was able to. Like, oh right, yeah, I remember that now. He was I able to. Like, yeah, it's a funny line. You can do all Walker. He actually says something like, "You know computers, don't he, you?" He did yeah. it all. <laughs> you were able to do all of it with computers. He's like, "That's right." Because that's right, Christopher Lambert. I did it with computers. 1892, and he's like, "You know, I used computers to do it." I did it with computers, and you're like, I guess I use computers. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, that's good. Hey, computers that's can good do stuff. that. Meanwhile, he murders like five other people, and then yeah. it spells out <laughs> spells out Christopher Lambert's daughter's, daughter's name. Daughter's name. Because he, leaves, he leaves a word at every... At every crime scene, yes, and they're trying to figure out like what the it's like. Revenge is a dish best served cold, or something like that. No, I got it. Because it's all out of order, and the yeah, killer's yeah. like he, he uses a voice modulator. He's like, "That's not necessarily the order." Look, I'm trying to help you out here. And they figure out that it might that it maybe wasn't even him calling; that it's just a tape recorder. So that's yeah, that yeah, way. Exactly. That way, it can still be Christopher Lambert or literally, right. or he's got a buddy that's helping him. Right. But even, but the words are eventually revenge is carefully arranged yeah. in that stand for Erica, which is... The part where, the part where he runs, he runs into the police station and writes down the thing on the chalkboard yeah. and then erases the words. It's Tom amazing. Garrett and, and Daniel Baldwin are pointing their gun at him like, don't yeah. put down that piece of put chalk, you chalk. son of a bitch. And then he like gets... They get disarmed somehow and like... Yeah. Lock, he locks they, them in jail. He locks he them in jail. He breaks out of the department, in, which he does again in, yeah, in Road Killers. In Road Killers, there's yeah. two, two of these movies, Christopher Lambert. <laughs> really in one of them... In you one can't of them, lock he, that guy up. In one of them, he plays a cop. So I guess he's driving a police car. But in two of these movies, he like gets locked up 
up, yeah. escapes from jail, and steals a police car to like go save <laughs> to go save his kids, to go save his daughter, to go Tom's, save his daughter. Literally, Tom Skerritt and Daniel Baldwin are nothing if not wildly incompetent in this movie. They're like, God damn Tom it. Tom Skerritt's just fucking up what did like minute to minute and constantly being like, God damn it. And then he gets ah, his throat cut. <laughs> Unceremoniously oh my gets God. his throat cut. Well, actually, both of them get like, their throats cut. At but the like, very end of the movie, Tom Skerritt like, Tom Skerritt so gets people. Tom Skerritt just gets killed. He gets like, like total <laughs> Scatman Crothers in The Shining. Yeah, where like, you're like, you're like, oh, this guy's made it through the whole movie. He's like, oh, he's gonna die. He died nope, right he now. just died then, right like, there. The, the movie ends like two minutes later, and you're like, you didn't have to kill Tom Skerritt. Right before it's the movie, it's just a ended. throwaway shot of them like cutting his throat. They obviously didn't spend much money on it. It's just sort of like it doesn't they look put good, blood yeah. at the end of a blade yeah, and, and like my, just drew a line on us. Yeah. yeah, my favorite was was Daniel Baldwin because he's mad and he like runs out. He like runs ahead of Tom Skerritt, and then you and then that's the part where you're briefly supposed to think, oh, he's the killer because right. he like because right. he comes in uh, to to but you Erica, saw him talking. She's like, hi, what's going on? Where's my dad? He's like, oh, your dad's. Uh, you can't be here. You, you, you son gotta, of a bitch. He's gotta. It's gotta come. You gotta come with me. And he's acting real crazy. You're like, with me, you piece of oh shit. no, it's him! But then, like, they find him dead in a closet, like yeah. a minute later. Yeah, Lambert thinks that it's go, it's gonna be his daughter because he sees blood like pooling out yeah. of the door, and he's like, "I better brace myself for this. This is gonna be a real harsh toke." And he <laughs> <laughs> opens the door, what? and he's, he's like, "Oh no, it was Daniel Baldwin." Good, good, what? Yeah, good. He's he seemed to be terrible. And then the killer calls him, and this is the an, another like moment where he just he just got in seconds after the killer was there, yeah. and then the killer calls him up on the phone and is like, "You missed me by seconds. I was just like just there." And then, goes, crazy and then he goes crazy how close it was. Wait a second, seconds. He must be in the basement. Right. Andy hears the sound of the elevator that yeah. we all know at this point is this goes into this extremely gothic like basement. There's like a, room. there's like some sort of a like a repeating like a pump or something because it's in full the basement because it's because it's filled because it's flooded yeah. with water. So there's this pump. So there's this noise that they anyway. Anyway, it ends up in this basement. It ends up with this fight with him fighting a guy in the basement in this watery basement. Astonishingly, this, this is a scene. This is a scene where well, the basement well, well, is flooded. Diane Lane is captured? No, the daughter's captured. The daughter is captured. She's tied up on a chair. Diane Lane and Skerritt show up, and Diane Lane doesn't get killed, <laughs> yeah. but Tom Skerritt does. But, they're, so they're in this flooded basement, uh, which is cool. I'm always down with a fight scene happening in a flooded basement. Filled with water, there's like electric wires spewing electricity everywhere. No one gets electrocuted no. at the end of this. They do not use that device. He just shoots him. Yeah. Uh, and there's also this really funny, this really funny bit where it's just sort of like, "Come on, just end the movie. What are we doing?" Where he's like, got the upper hand. He's fighting. They, they do the confrontation, and yeah. the guy's like, "I was the kid that you that you defeated." And, and Christopher Ember's like, "I barely even remember that. We were <laughs> fucking kids. What the hell? This is crazy." I feel like I would remember that <laughs> getting stabbed on the getting hand. stabbed in the hand yeah. at a chess but, tournament. But yeah, I, I think remember that. that. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. Wait, that was Steve. Up. Yeah. Steve, is that you? <laughs> Wow, you got all fucked wow. up. You got all fucked up. That's that's too bad. It, but there's a part. So <laughs> right it, now he says like Pacino. When it comes <laughs> to this, that's too bad. When it gets to this point, like there's a part here, and this is where <laughs> oh, man, that's too bad. the movie the movie blew it for me. And I and maybe yeah. I'm wrong because I don't know chess. But he come he sneaks up behind the guy, and this is at the beginning. Oh, this is before man. the climactic fight scene, and he goes checkmate. And mm. I'm like, and I'm like, okay. And then at the end of the movie, when he shoots the guy, he goes, game over. And I'm like, that's Damn where it. you say checkmate. A hundred percent. If fucking, there's one takeaway from this movie. You say checkmate before you shoot the guy at the end of the chess movie, not when you first get to the beginning of the end fight, you and stupid this, And this movie. movie is constantly doing like chess wordplay. They're going like, they're going like, oh, don't jump my player. Or it's, But everyone's going like... <laughs> 
Everyone's King constantly me. going, this is all a game to you, isn't it? Well, I like games. Clearly you like games. Are you the knight or are you the castle? Parcheesy. I'm, I'm the queen and you'll be the king. And it's just I'm like, the horsey. It's just constant chess pattern. And then at the end, when he he's about to blow away the bad guy, and you and you're just sort of and everyone everyone watching this movie is going checkmate, checkmate. He'd already checkmate, said checkmate, 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 and then he shoots the guy and he goes game over. Yeah, he'd already said. And then the movie immediately ends. Unbelievable. But I knew he wasn't going to say checkmate because he said it earlier. What uh, if he had gone like he wasted it? And I don't know. And so so it. I don't know because maybe maybe the person who wrote this is like actually because in chess you would say checkmate and then there would be several there would be like a couple moves after that so you wouldn't say it right before you shot somebody. He, yeah. he puts like a gun there might be some nerdy chess reason why he says it earlier. But it fucking it fucking sucks because you say checkmate right before you blow the. I guy was away. bummed that he didn't put a gun to the guy's head and go. The horsey moves in an L shape. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Bishop goes diagonal only. <laughs> the castle goes straight. Oh, it would have been really funny. I, I think that there's no chance that they would have done this. But what if he put the gun to his head and went king me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been so frustrating for some great. people. <laughs> But there's also like I double right, jumped you right before that happened. This 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 happens in like dumb mediocre movies a lot of the times. But with like the daughter's tied up and Christopher Lambert is like smashing the guy's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. He's got the upper hand. And then he's holding a pipe up and he's like, "I'm going to finish it after all." And the daughter the daughter's like, "Daddy." Daddy, no! Don't kill him, Daddy! And he's like, "All right." And then the guy gets the upper hand and yeah, he yeah. like almost kills him. Again. Yeah, there like, was. A, what was the point of that? And you're like, they, he. It's like that part of the nice guys where she's like, "If you kill that man, I will never speak to you again." <laughs> yeah. He gets his head smashed. He he also gets his head smashed, and it's like a lot of concrete. people get their heads smashed <laughs> quite a few times. And interesting, does Diane Lane? What happens to Diane Lane? She shows up and like she shows almost up and does kill, a little some action stuff. Like gets the guy and then doesn't. She confronts him and and she's a psychologist, so she's going like, "I figured out your pathology and your much. You, you're sad that your mom right. died." And, and he starts talking and like the killer starts doing like baby talk. Yeah, and he's he like, "My mommy and my daddy left me." Yeah, and that's right. why I had to chess murder all these women, <laughs> turn them because into he, chess. He, he blames Christopher Lambert for destroying his life because he lost the chess match and then his parents <laughs> broke up and then his mom committed suicide. Yeah. Because he wasn't allowed to play chess anymore. So thirty years later, he had to, uh, he had go, to go to this island. A and, computer uh, serial chess killer. A, he did become, use computers to become do an it. AV guy. He had to go to school to learn about <laughs> computers and AV stuff, and then he had to get a whole new identity so he could get hired as the AV guy yeah. for the chess tournament. It's funny because talking about it, it seems like the movie is like way more wild and intense and crazy than it actually feels no. when you're watching it. But it's it's also it's also like was surprisingly not boring. No, it's not you know terrible. I mean? It's like you know, you know, we we've done movies on here before where it's like Jesus Christ, this is a fucking slog. Is this movie ever going to end? And this one, like you kind of feel that during this last fight, you're like, this could just be over yeah. sooner. But like other than that, I was kind of like, okay, well, right. stuff is happening constantly because there's like five scenes where him and Daniel Baldwin yell at each other. Yeah, at one point Daniel Baldwin <laughs> points a gun at his head. He's and like, then, why don't you just shoot me then? And, and Tom Skerritt, the whole movie has been going, knock it off. And during this scene, Tom, Tom Skerritt's just watching. Yeah. Well, let's see if uh, my partner blows this guy's see head what happens. Oh, let's see where this, uh, where this is going. <laughs> you guys done? <laughs> All right. Oh, what are we going to do? What's going on? Tom Skerritt not looking hundreds of years old in this because he's also not having sex with the uh, teenage girls. <laughs> True. Well, that's, that's the shame. source of his power. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can that's we wrap this shit. up? I gotta get back to Seattle. I'm gonna have uh, sex with one of my daughter's <laughs> friends. 
Uh, yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Does, what, what, what more can you say about I mean, night we, moves? We described the whole plot in like that's like there's nothing going on in this movie except yeah. that there's a plot, and then when it's over, it is it is great because it, it ends. It just ends like it just goes. It that literally guy, just stops. That yeah. guy's dead, and the credits roll. You go. Oh, that they do not over. play night moves by Bob. Seger, I was really no. pissed off about that that it didn't end with yep. night moves. <laughs> Real fucking shame. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to call your movie Night Moves... Come on, Lamb you better Bear do Productions. Pony mm. up the dough. It's like Lamb Bear Productions. Do what's what's right is right. <laughs> Christopher Lamb Bear. Lamb Bear. Mm. Uh, here's a funny line. Christopher Lamb Bear. Oh! There's not Kevin. a whole lot of like outsized dialogue <laughs> in this, but sometimes some stuff like this will happen where, uh, where they're talking, you know, because they're frustratedly trying to put together all the clues. This is like a January man-style killer leaves a bunch of clues, etc. And, uh, and he goes... Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And Diane Lane goes, that's because we don't understand it I yet. love that line. <laughs> you're, like, you're right. You're right. That is exactly what that means. <laughs> exactly and Diane Lane and uh, Christopher Lambert were married at this point. Yeah, I believe, I believe. they were, yeah. And here's and here's the scene a part where Diane Lane is like frustrated about trying to like get emotionally close with Christopher Lambert. Who could who could attack you? You set your life up like one of your chessboards. Because you know, chess. Uh, chess metaphors. Chess, chess people. What yeah. other board games, competitive board games, need to be like turned into serial killer? Every movies? everyone. Monopoly. I think they could. I think they Sorry. should do that. I think if they're gonna Partitions. do that thing, risk, you got to do a whole risk thing. Were, risk oh, is a yeah. complicated yeah, game. Yeah. It's the game of world I domination. Think, I think that like in Battleship st- had aliens in it. Totally should have been a serial killer oh, movie. Come on. That should be the franchise for the for the board game movies. Yeah. Like you know, because they're always like trying to tie everything together. For the they, Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Exactly. It Parker Brothers. It shouldn't HCU. be like. It shouldn't be like some kind of big action spectacular it should be serial, serial killer thrillers yeah. and they're all but they're each one is like related so at the end of like the monopoly game it goes you the tag at the end is like they find a game piece from parcheesi or something uh, and then at the end of that one oh wow it's like sorry and you're like oh i know what the next movie is gonna because you know they <laughs> wouldn't reveal it until then and you then know? you got to collect all the pieces. You know how at the end of like Batman Begins, it's like there's this guy, he's a clown or something, and they have the card, and you're like, the Joker's going to be in the next movie. It'd be right. like that. And so the next Man. movie, you're like, Uno, I can't wait for Uno Ooh. to come out or whatever. All right. I don't know. Stay tuned for the for the Uno movie for the board game Chinese checkers for the board hungry game. hungry hippos. I think oh, the Par- also a game think, of strategy if there ever was one. Hasbro and Parker Brothers need to team up just so you can get more hungry hungry hippos would be great because you could get like these big CGI hippos CGI eating hippos. people. That is in my my trilogy of animal attack movies. Hungry, it's, hungry hung, hippos? it's just called Hungry Hungry. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. So you could so if if they make a Hungry Hungry Hippos like big budget movie, you could probably we could do like the you could make the Asylum version. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that would be like the knockoff. Elephant. Gotta get our hands to on kill. the Triple H IP. <laughs> See what we can do. Somebody let us know. Joe Sharbonic, give us a call. Somebody tell us how to do that. <laughs> Joe Sharbonic can direct the first one. Sure. Yeah. I no, think he should. Nope, Joe Shabonik's <laughs> That guy can't direct any movies. He's in. He's done. I'll let him do another Dog Star video, but that's it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, ratings. Whoa, boy. Uh, let me give it two and a half, Judds. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe like two and three quarters, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it, but it's not very good. It does what it's... It does the thing, It does though. the thing, it's yeah. Like, it's hard to like give it a low score because you're like, it does show up, do a thriller. I feel it doesn't like waste it's, too much time. I feel like this wasted not, some potential to get weird. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it three Juds for all the sexy sex, and I'm gonna give it uh, 
10 out of 10 instances of me just not paying attention and figuring out who the killer was even when I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I mean, I just couldn't, I was just waiting. There's no mystery in this movie. Like, all of the red herrings, yeah. like, flew right over my head because I was like, it's the kid. How come you don't remember this? <laughs> the one guy who, whose life you know you ruined. Anyway. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it, yeah, it's two and a half. It's just right down the middle, but, it's, but it doesn't stay, linger too long and it gets itself over with. It's just... It just rolls it is, up its it sleeves is two and gets hours. Like, is it two hours? Uh-huh. Well, Wasn't you know, it? it didn't feel like two it, hours, so it was, we'll oh, give yeah. it that. It's yeah. like one fifty-eight or something like that. Yeah, you know? it was, but it, but it didn't. It didn't like. Mm. Dra- I mean, I don't think it dragged, but also like, I, like you, I was barely paying attention at times apparently because <laughs> I didn't remember the chessboard part, <laughs> which seems important in the chessboard. Yeah, it seems kind of important, movie. but you know, it's also not because clearly you it can also, still follow the movie. Oh, I was totally able. I was like, oh, so they found the because cl- like, what's one of those dumb movies where the killer's giving them clues? So you're like, right. eventually they will have enough clues because the killer gave them clues. Right, presumably, <laughs> what do you give it? Yeah, two and a half Douglases. I mean, there's sexy sex and there's some boobs, but it's very tame, very, uh, very love lines. Was that no? What was this Showtime? The show another one with Doctor Drew and Adam <laughs> Carolla. Like, there was all it. kinds of fucking on that uh, show. Doctor <laughs> Drew, come over here. That's my Adam Carolla impression. Doctor Drew was what like, was there the, is no coronavirus. What was the Showtime? There's a Carolla of Red Shoe Diaries though. though. <laughs> there was like a sh- another Showtime like Red Shoe Diaries. Silk level. stockings? No, 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 that was no, that USA. was AS- ABC or USA. something. That was USA, and that was a crime show. It was too hot to sleep. That show was a crime. Blue Shoe Diaries? I don't fucking know. There was there was definitely some other Skinamax show. Yeah, it's just say. Red Shoe Diaries, very very tame, but they're you know boobs and sex and saxophone music, etc. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna give it one uh, indifferent, casual, ta- tossed off, Tom Skerritt throat slitting. Yeah. Like oh, well, I guess he's dead. <laughs> How about that? Too bad about Tom Skerritt. Uh, I'm gonna go. T- I'm going two and a half. It's like here's the thing. We're not gonna do any more than the thing. Yeah. You get it. You get it. You know, you've seen this kind of movie before, right? It'll be a guy from it'll be a guy from earlier that was in one scene. There you go. It's not Christopher Lambert. He's not the killer. Uh th- I'm going through I'll go three Douglases. I thought the sexy scenes were pretty sexy. It was wow. pretty three. pretty yeah. sexy sex scenes. Yeah, we you both know? went for three. Naked Diane Lane. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean I would I would I would argue that the uh that the th- the third the third Douglas is warranted here, not because the scenes are especially explicit. But because they are entirely gratuitous, yeah. that's that's for sure. They are they are absolutely unnecessary. It's just the camera like panning up here is boobs and yeah. panning down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's it, it, you could you could not have sex scenes in this movie and it would be it would be the same. And movie. it would be, it would be like <laughs> ten minutes shorter. And now you get to see the but, sex. You know you wouldn't have sex scenes. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I mean I'm, I'm all for seeing Diane Lane naked. That's fine. I'm, with I'm just saying the movie would still be exactly the same in every mm-hmm. way, except there wouldn't be no. naked Diane Lane. Yeah. So, so worse. Take take it, and uh, um, I'd like to point out before we just before we wrap this one up. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna give it. Uh, oh right, forgot. Sorry. Did you do? Did you do a rating? I yeah, know. I did. Um, you did Tom Scarrett. <laughs> Jeez, what else happens in this movie? <laughs> checkmate. I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Um, Inappropriate. Uh, ten out of ten. North is where my power comes from, guys. <laughs> tin foil hat. Tin foil guys hat. Who guys who get their power from the north. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the dude's name right now, but the writer of this movie also wrote Resurrection, okay. which we're going to cover, oh, and wow. Highlander Three, and wrote and directed a movie with Christopher Lambert. I think it's called Gideon, and that's one of those movies where like guy who doesn't belong in the mental hospital 
or or like maybe exhibit strange powers uh, like heals all the other crazy people in the hospital. Oh, wow. oh, fuck it's like sake. a it's like a drama. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. And he also God. wrote one of one of the one of the <laughs> that most bummed me out to hear that. Uh, he also wrote one of the most like legendary shit Tarantino knockoffs, a movie called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, <sighs> with Kiefer Sutherland, which is like notoriously crappy. I've always just hated that title too. It yeah. just drives me nuts. Why would you call a movie that? It's like it's like it's just because somebody drove through that town or saw it on a map and was like, that would be a fucking Whoa. cool name for a fucking movie, dude. Yeah, I can't. It's hard to explain why, but like, if you name your movie "Truth or Consequences, New Mexico" or something like that, I'm yeah, not gonna right. watch it. You have successfully dissuaded me from watching your movie. I don't know wh- how or why, but for some reason, remember th- there's that Joe Esterhaus movie, that coming of age movie, did with Kevin Bacon as the DJ, and it's called "Telling Lies in America." So like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Like, I don't have this. I, I fell asleep when you this. were just hearing that title. Ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> Call your movie Adventure Buddies or something like that. Oh, deep cut right there. That's a great movie. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of great movies, great movies? <laughs> no, yeah. 1994's The Road Killers. Two families traveling west when trouble headed their way. Nearly killed my son on the road. Oh, he's okay, Annie. Now, come on! Come on! One father's anger will lead to tragedy. Yeah, he miscalculated and just sort of. You're going to jail. Another father's rage will lead to terror. Come on! Just kill it! And an innocent family. What are we doing? They're in there. They're rotting. We're out here and we're rotting. We're in the middle of nowhere. We'll be imprisoned by a killer. What the guy look like? Brown hair, though. Are they driving an old Eldorado? You got a chance to save your family here. Now, there's no reason they should die just because you're a prude. Which has an interesting pedigree. First of all, every like everybody in the 90s is in this movie somehow, it feels like. Cast is absurd. Cast is absurd. Just keeps coming and at you've you. You've got Christopher Lambert, but you've also got uh, David Arquette. <laughs> Craig Sheffer. David Arquette as himself. Yeah, David Arquette as himself. Craig Sheffer, uh, Josh Brolin. So that means you have a movie with where Christopher Lambert fights Josh Brolin, and in real life, they were both married to and divorced from Diane Lane. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Adrian Shelley, who used to be in a lot of the Hal Hartley movies, who was tragically murdered some years back. Oh, my back. God. Yeah, and uh, uh, who else? Christopher McDonald is Joe in this. Joe Golev. Joe Golev yes. is in it. Shooter McGavin. He's a very young boy. And uh, and this was also di- and it also has Richard Serafian in it, who was the director of Vanishing Point. Wow. Yeah, and his son Darren Serafian directed it. Huh? Did he do anything else? The guy who did Vanishing Point? No, Darren Serafian. Darren also did, I believe, the movie Gunman, which is also a Christopher Lambert vehicle. Wow, um, which is actually a lot of production fun. And that, that movie also is like a classic '90s, like straight to video action movie with a great cast, like Dennis Leary, Patrick Stewart, Mario Van Peebles is in it. It's really fucking fun. Good movie, Gunman. Hmm. Check it out. Hmm. Uh, and uh, this is like, yeah, the Kevin mentioned earlier that this is like kind of a breakdown knockoff. Except it, I think it predates breakdown it predates by like breakdown. four or five it's years. Wow. The same, same. But it is a classic. Structure. Don't go to the American Southwest. Right. Who's the uh, don't, wife? Don't do if you're driving through. I forget the American... who plays the wife. No, oh, it's, it's Michelle, Michelle Forbes. Forbes who, Michelle Forbes, who was in who, California. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who? After watching this movie, I'm like, she shouldn't go on road trips, road trips no, at all. No ever. more road trips for that man. No, that, stick to <laughs> outer space, Michelle Forbes. That didn't end well for her either, though. It's true. It's true. Poor Michelle Forbes. Yeah. 
it, but it's, it is just classic. Like if you're driving through the American Southwest, to make sure your car's in tip-top shape. Don't stop. And don't for, interact with anybody. And if just you, get through it. And if somebody's rude to you, just let it let go, it go, man. Yeah, this it, is a this is a movie where the it's like good you know tech, good guys versus bad bad guys. The yeah. bad guys are specifically and implicitly stupid. Right, yeah. uh, they're to, just punkers. They're either they either have full on mental problems or are just the stupidest people in the world. One of them and is, the good guys are also stupid. One of the bad guys is like evil kind of he's like yeah, well, but, but like then the he's also one. but then he also find out that he's it's also like pathologized. it's also it's very yeah, strange yeah 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 but like uh but like it's it's the whole thing that happens all the stuff that happens in this movie is that kind of thing where you're like I don't want to victim blame but uh it's <laughs> Christopher, just, McDonald's Christopher McDonald fault. is practically not a victim yeah <laughs> it's he's like just stupid he like his death in particular is is <laughs> his fault yeah and it's a highlight of the movie it's, it's, it is it's really great, and I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. Like I didn't, I, I, found, I found it serviceable. I, I like the first it. half is fun. I, I yeah, exactly. I think it sort of it loses a lot of steam like towards towards the climax, and then it ends big. Yeah, at the very end. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but like, uh, there's a whole part where it's kind of like just like, geez, guys, just a lot of back and forth. Just like finish, just finish this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's rough, you know. Um, but uh, but there's but uh, but the cast is great. Yeah. <laughs> And so it kind of that kind of carries a lot of it. Also, uh, there's a I, lot of there's a lot of people really digging in too, like just doing big acting. Yeah, yeah. Craig Sheffer in particular is just like I'm really like he's like giving 110 percent. Well, in this. It's, it's, what's it's, David Arquette doing? I know, David Arquette right? Just playing math. David Arquette. He's just doing so weird. He's, just doing, yeah, he's math. doing like they're, they're he's making doing math it, wrong. It's like shitty movie. Rain Man, fake yeah. autism, this like is, movie autism. It's well, really it's bad. Well, in that, but that's the thing is that in it turns out that it's like he's wrong. Right. So it's supposed to. It's like originally you're supposed to think like, oh, this guy's some kind of and then like he's an artistic it's like savant. no he's just he's just an idiot and like the one other guy like let is like nice to him and goes like no nah, just pretend that he's right because otherwise he feels bad <laughs> right. and you're that like, give oh, you a so- great example of the <laughs> mental caliber of this gang because they do have david arquette who is a it was like legit mental problems and th- but then like he th- throughout the whole thing craig Schiffer's always going like hey uh david arquette what's uh, 37 times 146 and david arquette will be like 433,000 he's like wow isn't that amazing he's a, he's an artistic savant yeah and and so and, and so you're like well he, and you're going like well at least that kid's got that math thing. right and he doesn't and, and then it turns out he's not even doing right. none of these guys know of course i like fucking that. Bro- stupid no i like that nobody and then, ever checked and then brolin's just a dope brolin yeah. for a little while seems seems like way smarter than everybody else and you're like why is he hanging out with these brain dead troglodytes and then he at a certain point <laughs> even like emotionally like breaks he apparently is so like impotent and, and enraged at his own impotence that he needs to use these idiots as a crutch or something. Yeah. There's a part when he just breaks down and sobs on yeah, Craig yeah. Sheffer's shoulder, and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty fucked up, too. I yeah. thought you guys that, are all pretty fucked up. That's what I thought up. was kind of funny about this movie was, like, it, it does sort of do the thing where he, like, you know, they kidnap his daughter, and he has to go find him, and blah, 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 blah. But mostly I was like, what's the, just the, let's do the movie where we hang out oh, with yeah. these punkers. So I kind of like Craig Sheffer, actually. It was weird because I recently rewatched uh, River Runs Through It, in which... Uh, Jogo Lev plays 
the young version of, of Craig, Craig Sheffer. Oh, yeah. wow. And then he grows up, and then Yogolev is like, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, that kid. And then he grows up to be Craig Sheffer, who is the boring one in that movie. Yeah. He's like the guy I forgot about. <laughs> the not, I like The not sexy I'm one. like, oh, okay, so Tom Skerritt's in it, and Brad Pitt, and then it was directed by Knock Robert Redford, off. and then there's a main character in that movie, but I can't remember who plays him. And then I watch the movie, and the whole way through, I'm like, <laughs> I can't remember who's playing this guy, because he's so boring. And then he's <laughs> and then he's the opposite in Road Killers. You're like, this guy's great. He's right from that, his first scene, he's like real creepy and the weird. Aiden Quinn in Legends of the Fall job and River Runs Through It. <laughs> yeah, basically. So the whole thing is introduced. It's uh, it's Christopher Lambert and and his his car is Michelle Forbes, his new wife, yeah. and his daughter and uh, who hates that, him. Is that who it? hates just his her. daughter? Yeah. That's his daughter. Yeah, yeah and she hates sex, everything. His sexy and teenage daughter, and she's a teenage daughter. She's and a she's bitch. Mad. She's fucking sucks. And there's a really funny scene where he, they're driving in, the, and this is a sort of scene that like plays very weird now, but probably made more sense then. Yeah. Where they're in the car, and Michelle Forbes is just smoking a cigarette in the car. Yeah, and the the, the teenage daughter's like, "Will you stop smoking that cigarette around me?" And everyone's like, "Fuck you! <laughs> <Yeah>. Quit <laughs> complaining! Roll down a window! Just open you a window!" Fucking she's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't realize it was bothering you. You should have said something." And and she's like, well, you shouldn't be smoking all the time. Also, Christopher Lambert's yeah, my daughter's a bitch. My as, fucking sucks. As someone who grew up with a, with a smoker, yeah. like, uh, she, Michelle Forbes is being an asshole. There. Sure, she sure. should have cracked the window because my mom smoked, and she would smoke in the car when we were on road trips or whatever, but she would open the window, right. you know, and yeah. you'd be like, it would be like, yeah, so you weren't, like, smoking out the car, so... Like I mean, it's obviously just there to set up that they don't the daughter yeah, doesn't like daughter it. Daughter doesn't but, like it, but it's very dumb too because I was like, well, even in 1994, people weren't necessarily. It wasn't right. like it wasn't like this it takes place in the fucking 50s where it's like, fuck yeah, you. we're not at the, we're not at the fucking doctor's office from The Exorcist where he's just like <laughs> blowing cigarette smoke right into her face. Right. Doctor said I need to smoke this cigarette for the vitamins. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stand here until you smoke every single one of these. This, this cigarette's to cure my scoliosis. So, yeah, so she doesn't like Michelle Forbes. Low so they're like their buddy, um, Shooter McGavin and Jogo Lever in another car, and yeah. they're all friends making this cross-country trip Jogo together. Jogo Lev is Shooter McGavin's son. And they're in, like a, right. they're in like a Mustang or something. They're in yeah. a Mustang. And this know. is <laughs> for some this, other kind this of This is where you get know. real funny stuff where Shooter McGavin and Christopher Lambert are like, we are friends. We are man <laughs> friends. And, and, and you're just like, Christopher Lambert, you stand out like a sore thing. Yes, buddy. And then we will watch the football games and, and have, a, have a burger together because we are American. <laughs> I can't wait to watch all the baseball goals on the... <laughs> Maybe we ride motors, motorbikes and do what men, what regular men do. I can totally see, and I'm from America. 100%. <laughs> you idiot. I can totally see. I'm 100% vision. I have perfect vision. And perfect American citizenship. That's the thing. Is he should not be driving as much as he does. <laughs> I'm hoping that he's not actually driving. It's probably a movie. Point. It's probably a movie car. Like he's being. A, he's on like on a trailer. But man, God, I, hope I hope he's hope not so. driving. Uh, so millions of lives are in danger. <laughs> there's a there's a great part where they like pull like uh, Shooter McGavin pulls up next to him. And he's there, all like, eh, right? We're two guys out driving our cars on the on the road trip because yeah. they're both taking a road trip, but in different cars to somewhere. To somewhere, they're going they're, to somewhere, New Mexico, I think they're, they're, yeah. California, yeah. or something. I think they're just going to L.A. or, yeah. or San Diego, which where or like Joe Golev's mom is, and they're like Some gonna go like see that. her or something. Doesn't really matter. It's supposed to. There's like it's supposed to be briefly sad when Christopher McDonald dies, but it. I was just like, I was like the whole time going like, but this was. You did this to you, right? You well, this. well, here's what like happens. the rest of the movie after that is kind of like, like okay, well maybe all of it isn't on him because right. these kids are are being are like 
being bad. They're the bad guys. But, yeah. like, the first one where he done you're like... Oh, it's a war of escalation even. thing for a little while yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but, like, so Joe, Joe Golev is standing in the middle of the road <laughs> and, like, a total fucking useless deer in headlights. This car co- comes barreling out. And the way that they kind of, like, edit it, it's, it's just yeah. sort of like the car came out of nowhere and, and it almost hit the kid. But it's like they're, they're in the... American yeah. Southwest. You could have at least heard this car from miles away. And Jogo and there even the way that it's like edited, Jogo Lev is like staring at this car as it comes barreling at him. He's like just like, just get out of the fucking road. He's yeah. like asshole. looking at a flower in the middle of the road because he's mm. very sensitive or something. Yep. <laughs> and he's like that the whole movie. <laughs> he's yeah. pretty he's a pretty useless character. Uh <laughs> which is fine. Kids are he useless. Maybe one of these days we're gonna have a serious debate about the relative talents of Joseph Gordon Levitt <laughs> oh. because uh I'm not too convinced. I'm on board. <laughs> I like him. Uh, but but anyway, so <laughs> as far as I'll go, go this car goes it. driving by, and Christopher. I mean, that's and that's is, it. That's my argument right. for my argument for the talents of Jogo Lev. I like him. He's all right. I like him. Yeah, that would be yeah. Christopher Nolan is like you know who should be the next Batman? Yeah. This kid. All right. <laughs> anyway, so the car goes barreling, barreling by, and this is when you, you first get your taste of uh, of Shooter McGavin's almost like psychotic uh, temper. Where he's just like, God damn it! I almost killed my boy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is probably gonna come back. He's Reel very mad. Reel it in. And uh, and so they end. They end up like driving. They go to like, like well, that was a scary thing that happened. I'm sure that's the end of that. It's weird too because they're they're looking at the uh, Lambert's little uh, car that's broken down. And then they're like, oh, something's broken down here. And then the, then the car drives by, and then they get mad about that. And then it just cuts to them at the, at diner. the diner. And they you're like, I guess they, the, fixed, I guess the they car. fixed the car. I guess the car's yeah. fine. <laughs> the car's fine. <laughs> it overheated Well, or actually, that happened because then a truck came by <laughs> yeah, and helped them fix the car, but then kidnapped Michelle Forbes. Yeah. Oh, and he had to go rescue her. And now that that's over, everything's fine, and they're in the diner. No, yeah. no. they don't. The truck she, driver's like, I don't know. I've never seen you before in my she's life. She's about to get kidnapped. And then Kurt Russell's like, no, no, this is my movie. And they're like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Wrong diner. Oops, wrong movie yeah these movies kind of met for a little bit and then departed again that would be cool <laughs> if like they're having the scene in the diner you know, like arguing with the punkers and then like you hear in the background like has anybody seen my wife <laughs> kurt russell's awesome. in the diner <laughs> the same brief, di- little, brief little cameo same diner the same di- it's just like the worst diner don't ever go there, <laughs> don't ever go there. <laughs> uh, uh so they go to diner and then yeah well, they're then just, they, they're they, just they run the into diner. the punkers who are driving the car well, like, well that's where we meet craig sheffer's character in the bathroom because the daughter goes to the bathroom and he's in there and i guess she went into the she went into the men's room on accident or maybe it's maybe they're very progressive it's in unisex the, in bathroom America. yeah there's just, or there's bathroom. just one because it's a because it's a shitty yeah, roadside diner or something. So anyway, she it's, she ends up tremendous. in the diner. There's a condom machine in there too. It's a great scene. Tremendous. It's uh, a Dennis Quaid prophylactic machine. Because like <laughs> yeah. the daughter goes in there and Craig Sheffer is pissing and the daughter's like washing her hands and Craig she- and and then she looks and sees Craig Sheffer pissing and he and she's like oh I'm sorry I'll leave and he is pissing yeah. and he's like leaning back while a urine stream is coming we, out we've of we've established that like, these people have no situational awareness yes, already exactly, so exactly. Oh, the, the but he's family? like yeah. yeah he's like that's all right sweetheart you ain't got to go nowhere and she's like whoa this is great <laughs> this is very sexy that man is peeing she's and talking like, to me she's like into him and he like finishes peeing like zips up his pants and then he's like just being the the creepiest creep of all time he's got real long hair but i guess he's hunky she's a teenage girl she's horny whatever and he's just like well honey honey you uh 18 yet she's like i'll be 18 in three months and he's like you'll be 18 in three minutes and you're like oh dang And yeah. then uh, there's a condom machine in there, and he is gonna go buy a condom. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's going like she's like I really want to do something to you, little sweetheart. She's like, well, why don't you do it then? And then he like walks over to the condom machine, and she's like, bye. 
And it slips out of the room. <laughs> the rest of the movie doesn't imply that this it's guy like, is a guy. Man, I was going to fuck that stranger in a bathroom. Yeah. This rest of the movie doesn't imply that this guy is the type of dude who would put on a condom, let alone go, <laughs> go buy is, one. That is a very good point. It's like, like save <laughs> six first. It's very weird. It's very weird. It's, it's only, he only goes to the condom machine so that when he turns around, she's gone. But you're like, that guy wouldn't wear a Because late, late, late in the movie when he is a tab, attempting to assault her, yeah. he doesn't yes. like pull out a condom. This guy couldn't, this guy couldn't operate a condom. No. Like, there's no way he could figure out how like to put that, a condom I did on. like that scene. Well, I liked the scene. The scene later on when that happens and he goes, he, he gets upset because he's like, I want you to act like you like it. Yeah. He specifically says, I want you to want me. It's like, like the Cheap Trick song. What? It's like that scene's there because then later on there's like, he, there's I'm that a romantic scene. at heart. Yeah. But it's like, because at some point the daughter has like this breakdown and she's like, I thought that it was all this bad stuff happened because of I was hitting on him in the bathroom and it's like well, no uh-huh. that's not true <laughs> but that's no why it's that's all because Christopher McDonald no. Had really no, no. overreacted it's because the other guy that was <laughs> that's dead now uh, yeah anyway. well it, what happens is Shooter McGavin <laughs> sees him out there and, and then or he sees their car and he's like whose car is this I've whose got, car he's I, like, I'm real head and, up and, and in the defense of the rest of the ca- uh, the dopes that yeah. are w- traveling with him they're like um uh, stop don't do that yeah. they keep going uh Everybody leave is it. constantly keep telling Glenn, this guy, stop Glenn, it, Glenn. Glenn, Glenn, leave it. Glenn, he's Glenn, like, no, leave it. nothing's going to stop me in the middle of this tirade. Glenn, leave it, because it's a hilarious pun where Craig Shepard's yeah. like, Glenn, leave it. Oh, what are you, the vodka guy? Glenn, leave it, the vodka guy. That's uh, terrible. <laughs> and, then, and then Brolin corrects it later and goes like, it's a type of scotch. It's a type of scotch. Uh, uh, so, le- any, so anyways, love it. Shooter McGavin finally like <laughs> con- confronts Christopher, uh, Chris Schaefer. Craig Shepard. Craig Shepard. And he's like, you almost, hit, you almost hit my boy. You could have killed him. I demand reparations he's like, well, it wasn't or whatever. Really my fault. This is, yes, this is what he says. That was, all right, I'm sorry, but that wasn't my fault. See, my girlfriend, Red, she had her hand between my legs. And to tell you the truth, I was just about to pop. And when I looked up, it was too late. So you understand how it is. And, it, and when these guys doing this, this is the point when if you're not a... <laughs> Fucking idiot! You go like, well, I'm not gonna. This these people are insane. Maybe I should just like back off. Let's just get out of here. This it's this is like p- picking a fight with a bear or something. It's like, like the way like, he's describing getting jerked off in his convertible. You're like, oh, this guy mm, I just met was huh. talking about coming. <laughs> let's let's go. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> I mean, and he Chris, did apologize. He did, and he like it was kind of like a bit of an apology. It was sort of like, yes, whoops. For he the, didn't for say the, it like he meant it. For the first <laughs> he half, did, he it didn't mean it. It literally is an, an actual kind of battle of escalation between two like two stupid parties. Yeah, and then at a certain point, it like kind of, well spirals out of control. But well, because then, because then he's like, it's kind of like, okay, well that's fine. It's, that should be good enough for for uh, Christopher McDonald, but it's not. Christopher McDonald throws water, throws in, his water in his face, and he goes, face. "You're fine, aren't you?" And he's like, I did a good thing there, and I'm sure we'll never encounter these people again. <laughs> no comeuppance for me. No comeuppance. There will be no consequences. And so they're driving down the road no again. No consequences, New Mexico. <laughs> or truth, either. <laughs> no consequences, New The Mexico. truth was no consequences. <laughs> it turns out there are consequences, mm. though. Cause they're, so they're driving down the road, and Craig Sheffer's gang throws a chicken into the car <laughs> with Christopher McDonald. And he's <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, no, this is, is a very Was it feathers everywhere? Blue chicken or a red one? a red one. Yeah, <laughs> it was the tic tac toe chicken. There were juke quarters everywhere. And in this, in this point, maybe you would go like, "All right, this has gotten very scary. Let's just leave. Let's get as far away from these people as possible." Chris, uh, Christopher McDonald uh, is not a smart no. person. though. he decides he's, like, he's going to play chicken <laughs> with the other car because it's a chicken. He's like, "You want to play chicken?" 
Yeah, that was the, that was the that was the threat. Like we're gonna yeah. play chicken. Yes. Here's a chicken. Chicken leads so to he's chicken. Like, Joe, he's like, get in the other car. Get I'm gonna go <laughs> play chicken with these. And guys. everybody is going, just please don't, do not, no. He's stop like, it. I gotta do this. My no. manhood or something <laughs> is at stake. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure. Unbelievable. What's at, like, what's at stake here? What that, could possibly be the good outcome of this? Because like he, because like the kid didn't die. Like he didn't get hit by the car. All they right now, all they have is a story where like he almost got hit by a car. His dad acted like an asshole in a diner. And Let's then, just go home. And then if they made the rest of the trip, they that would be the whole story and be like, man, wasn't that kind of intense when that happened? Yeah. But no, he has to escalate it to there where he's playing chicken with these guys. And, and, and that's you know, literally what they're, they're and it like, doesn't go well because just, <laughs> he, he drives his car right off the so road <laughs> into a ravine and blows up. It it's blows hysterical up. too because like he's he's going like come on he's like being come a real, on, a real manly man he's like come on let's do this and then he it gets to the point where it's like oh right these people are psychotics they're not swerving he goes oh shit yeah. and just the car goes it's flying. a great it's a it's so funny it's a, it's a very cool it's a it's very a good cool pull, like yeah. stunt. Uh, like crash too. It's just second like, this guy Brrr. realizes, oh, I'm fucking stupid. The car doesn't blow up right away. It's just crashed, and then they, they, the rest of the family like goes. The the, the punkers are kind of like, oh, whoa. They're a bit like they're a bit like, oh, that escalated. And then they kind of they they take off a bit. They're like, well, fuck it. And then the other family shows up, and they're trying to get him out of the car. And like, there's this long scene where like it's Christopher so Lambert long. can't get him out of the. He's like, just get. And the whole get time, out of the car. it's what what I love. The get credit the to credit car. this scene, it doesn't ever turn into the scene like the car eventually starts on fire but it never turns into christopher mcdonald being like what always happens in these things it's like just you guys get away just leave me get away the whole time he's going get me out of here get yeah, me yeah. out of here and i'm like that's very realistic <laughs> because i because whenever i see scenes where people are like no you know what you save yourself i'm like i want i wish i would like to think i'm the guy who would say go ahead save yourself but probably all of us are the people who get would me go get here. me out of here what are you doing why are you not getting me out of here yet I thought you were my friend Kevin as, you would, you would as be you're the fucking guy. burning alive we would all be that guy you'd be the guy like. upside down still strapped into the car like get me out of here I regret doing this chicken thing <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> in hindsight it was a bad idea in hindsight it was a mistake I see that now <laughs> <laughs> I mean this, is, this but, scene is I, I don't know it's supposed to be extremely intense and it's all, all the people all up. the characters are all like standing around like crying this and is, they're this keeping Joe going away from it going like no don't go over don't there watch everybody's crying but a lot is, and the car's on goes, fire there's flames the everywhere. car catches fire and he goes and he's yelling at Michelle Forbes or whoever and he's going like get my boy out of here I don't want him to see me burn <laughs> and then but she just totally doesn't she just is holding on to him as he watches his dad burn and the stuff that Shooter McGavin is yelling when he's burning is very funny to me he's like oh god I'm done and then, oh god I'm burning <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so funny. I'm more amused just, by how amused oh, you God, are. God, I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he's engulfed in flesh. Choking on my own. And then Christopher Lambert's like, <laughs> yeah, no shit, genius. No, I can't Chris, see you burning. Christopher Lambert, like after the, he's to, he's totally dead, Christopher Lambert like breaks down. Everyone's in hysterics. And then Joe Golev like, has like instant PTSD yeah. from the whole thing. Joe Golev is completely like non-responsive. He's catatonic for the rest of the, of the movie. movie. Totally useless. I mean, totally you know, useless un- Unlike boy. his other roles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, ouch. Ouch for Joe. <laughs> <Jojo-Lo>. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then at this point, 
they're driving down and and uh, they see a uh, the the red the extremely stupid uh, she's like red is, is the girlfriend Shelley. adrian shelley yeah and she's like if I, a, adrian per, shelley a person is, is great she's like if a person yeah yeah that's that's that fucking ter- yeah. tragic Terrible. story yeah. anyway but her character is basically like a person who was already incredibly stupid became like a hardcore stoner or started huffing paint <laughs> or something like that she's really dumb and uh, and she's like lying in the middle of the road, and and this is the Im- the moment that you immediately hear like Mad Max's voice going, yeah. "That's bait, that's bait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's bait. They're like, "Oh no!" And they like pick her up. She's, she's like, "Ha ha!" She, she's immediately like, "Ha ha!" I was just kidding. Anyway, there's this other car, and they're like, mm, yes. oh, "Look, we gotta do a thing because of how that sort of was our fault." I don't know what our plan is here. Doesn't he do the same shit where he's like, you know, uh, kind of wasn't my fault. That's yeah. kind of. Yeah. You know, he like. I mean, he's not wrong. No, like, he's not wrong. Yeah. Shooter McGavin should not have played chicken. Just like, should have fucking let well, well enough alone. No, those Christopher Lambert fam are gonna go to the cops or whatever. So that's bad. But like, also, it's well, like that's not, what that's what Christopher Lambert does. That that is, he's not as stupid as Shooter McGavin, but it's pretty dumb. At this point, one of them's got a bat, one of them's got a gun. Yeah. It's just sort of like, get, and everybody is going, Dad, fucking leave, let's go. Yeah. And he's like, Ah, but I gotta be a man. And then finally he goes, he's like turning back to the car and he goes, I'm going to have you all arrested. Yeah. And then they're like, mm, that, that good. doesn't sound all good. Yeah. Oh, shit, we don't want to get The Fratelli gang here <laughs> will not have that. We no. don't want to get no arrested. The Fratellis just break out of jail, though, pretty easily. Well, this is what happens after. Okay. Dave, David, Ar- <laughs> David Arquette's like, can't go to jail. No, no, can't pass, can't pass. Go, go collect you one dollars. No, no, no. And uh, yeah. yeah, he is doing that. Craig Sheffer hits him in the hits him in the back of the head with a with a baseball bat. With a rolling pin. And then, yeah. <laughs> he hits Lambert in the back of the head. Like Andy Capp's wife. And... Uh, <laughs> And this is the moment, basically, where, the, the, where the war of escalation ends, and then it's just these people being terrorized by like yeah, dumb they like they like kidnap the is Michelle Forbes and the daughter and the daughter yeah, and Jago Lev catatonic Jago Lev Craig Sheffers tells uh, Joe Bro to uh, you know you you got to kill this guy you go kill him I trust that you'll do that now goodbye <laughs> yeah because he, he's like he and, and then what, he and Adrian Shelley go to kill Christopher Lambert but he doesn't do it he doesn't he's, go well, they're, they're supposed to it. dump his body yeah. and then he's they're like he's still alive and then she's like well then kill him because I think they thought he was. Dead dead or I don't know they were like we can't just leave him alive here and she's like shoot him and she's like I don't want to watch though I'm going to sit in the car and then Brolin can't do it because it's pretty, you know, I mean, it's pretty which funny is like, I mean understandable I don't know sure. that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. he can't do it he's pretty funny though he's going like I can't do it while you watch yeah like she's peeing or something like that and then she goes and sits in the car <laughs> and he's pointing the gun at Lambert's face and Lambert like raises his head and makes the very, a very he's like, like stop looking at me he, he makes like that puss in boots expression where he's just like got the doe eyes <laughs> and he's like I can't kill this precious Christopher Lambert and then he like shoots to the side of his head and blah blah blah. Christopher Lambert is still alive. He's like she, he's dead, and Adrian Shelley's like fine, good enough for me. I don't want to see. And then they like I don't leave. Care. Yeah, it's pretty funny too. He goes like he, she's like you killed him, and he's like no, we both killed him. And she's like nope, no, I didn't have nothing to do with it. My conscience is clean. <laughs> when does the other clean. when does the other psycho guy show up? That's when he's in jail. Yeah. Well, you don't know that that guy's a psycho at first. You don't know what the dude's deal is because then because then Lambert w- wakes up, wanders to a police station, starts like freaking starts freaking out. Yeah. Uh, I'm and, freaking out, man. And meanwhile, like uh, <laughs> freaking <laughs> out, Stampy. <laughs> basically, he's like Lambert in all three of these movies. He has like these moments where he's like 
in too much hysterics and characters are like, you need to calm down. Chill out. And they're not wrong. <laughs> he can't. Like, he's got the quickening. He can't calm, I can't calm down and I won't go see my daughter. Why aren't you doing that right now? And the cop is like, hold on. You just got here. What's Molly happening? Is, this reminds me of something Molly's always saying. Because we watch a lot of true crime shows and there is like an inordinate amount of like true crime shows or like Dateline episodes that open with a 911 call. Yeah. And it's always like a woman is like, my husband has been shot and she, he's bleeding. And the, the, the dispatcher always goes, ma'am, calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they have to do that. I mean, sure. It's just, it's, it's, it's like a funny thing that keeps happening. And it also seems a little bit callous. I all like, the time, I like to know? think that the person, uh, the 911 person is like doing the jerk off motion too, <laughs> yeah, like right. rolling their eyes like another one of these. Oh, another looking. one of these bitches. <laughs> Uh, but but they basically like Lambert's like we got you got to Lamb, come with me. Calm down. You got to come with me, and we got to kill these guys or whatever. And the cops like this guy's out of out of control, and he handcuffs him to like he a knows, radiator. And he, the cops seems like, to, I'll go the sheriff it. or whatever seems to know. He's like in yes. on it, isn't he? No, no, no. no. The cop, just, but he, the cop knows exactly. The cop knows who it is. Who it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's like, like they're he's driving like, this kind of car, and he's like, yeah, I know those fucking well, that's guys. That's JoJo and his goons again. And he, <laughs> and he uh, and then he handcuffs Lambert to a pole. Yeah, he's tricking him into thinking he's gonna take him with him, and then he takes off. Cop goes off to go like settle the settle these guys' hash. Mm. He's like, oh, and, I'm gonna and go. The cop's very bad at his job. He's <laughs> just peeking in the window and immediately just gets like blown, blown away. away. Well, he gets shot, and then they doesn't die, and then he, well, no, he makes Brolin sh- yes blow his brains out. Craig Sheffer's like, if you, d- I don't necessarily believe that you killed uh, yeah yeah Christopher a- Lambert, but you're gonna kill this guy, and he like holds the he like. Is he like a, a tennis a tennis instructor, like yeah, showing yeah. a sexy lady how to play tennis, yeah. except with a gun pointed at a cop, and yep. they blow the cop's head off. He he like because there's a scene earlier where they're like hanging out in there, and he's like, "Did you kill him?" He's like, "Yeah, I shot him right in the forehead." And then he's later, he's like, "I shot, shot him, him in the, the ear." Shot him in the ear, and he's like, "You know, his story doesn't check out." Cause I saw the light fade from him. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "You want to you want to see the light fade from his eyes? Look at his <laughs> eyes." And, but you want to see the light fade from my? <laughs> but, then, but then meanwhile, meanwhile, Lambert's in the jail, and there's a guy in the cell, right. and he this guy likes. Starts like talking to him about how oh, I know I know, I know, I know about that guy. I know about that guy and if you let me out here I'm I'm here to see my boy I haven't seen in seventeen years I'm English. definitely not a bad guy and that dude <laughs> I don't know who was that, that dude guy is played by the guy he's played by the guy who played Pete the comedic relief villain in the Briscoe County show okay wow with Bruce Campbell and I just recognized because I loved that show when it came on and uh-huh. he played like a really funny character like he gets introduced trying to rob a train. But he put a he puts a big rock on the train tracks and paints the paints the the tunnel the tunnel thing, <laughs> and uh, that's like his whole that's like his whole plan. That's awesome. And he like won't let anybody touch his gun and stuff. He's got like a whole, a whole right. shtick. That guy was really funny on that show. He's pretty fun in this too. I mean, he shows up and he's kind of like, hey, look at me, I'm this guy now. And he's got you know like a Lieutenant Dan hairdo, yeah, you know, long long hair and a beard. And he, he's in, like, oh, you see, you're like you're like there's something more to this guy than he's letting on. He kind of looks like he's Matthew just McConaughey in, in uh, True Detective as well. He's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, old, like, old old Russ Cole. Yeah, exactly. Um, like drawn. He's just a dream necks. you had. Yeah, exactly. A dream about being a person. <laughs> and then like another cop is there. God, I love that shit. That was so funny. Bef- <laughs> before the cop, de- before the cop gets killed by the kids, like. There's another sheriff, a deputy there, and then Chris just keep an like, eye I on need him. to pee, and he's like, uh, "Oh, I'll, I can't." He's like, "I'll just pee here." Then he's like, "Hold it," and he's like, "I'll just pee here." Then he's like, "Fine, I'll lay, I'll hook you." And then Chris Lambert assaults this deputy, <laughs> and then like they get the the other guy gets out of his cage, gets out of the jail cell, and he like, uh, he's like, "Okay, let's go, let's go escape." And then he's like, "Oops, I got the wrong car keys. Go back in and get him, Lambert." And then he, drives, he just and takes he, off. And he just takes off. off, and Lambert's like, "No, you shithead! What are you doing? <laughs> you idiot!" You 
Speedy. <laughs> but very, very importantly, while that guy's still in the jail cell, when he's talking about how fucked up this guy is, uh, Craig Sheffer's character is, he's like, that guy killed his mom when he was nine years old. Right. Yeah. That, right. Comes, that comes back, back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so now Christopher Lambert is this guy's going, going to go find the the bad the the hole in the head gang. Christopher Lambert's run, just running to <laughs> the apple dumpling. Well, they, gang. they all, gang. they all know there's like a the farm, apple there's a farm road, gang. Highlander versus the apple dumpling. Gang. They say there's like a farm road up the road. Although, like the other Farming two characters, what the other two characters know it's like an old abandoned farm oh. road or something. The, the, the other two characters farm. know where it is. So the cop shows up there, and you're like, that makes sense. He knows where it is. The other guy shows up there. You, when you find out his whole relationship, you're like, yeah, he knows where it is. Christopher Lambert also finds it. <laughs> you're like, I don't know if you guys have ever been on like the highways before. There's lots of little roads on yeah, the highway. Not yeah. easy to. Like, you know, it's not as it's like oh the oh the road. I know which one he means. Really. Yeah, he anyway. uses father instinct. I guess so to find, <laughs> to his, find he's his. He's using radar there. to find his daughter. His yeah. dad daughter. And uh, this is and this is and during this scene when everybody's sort of like racing towards there. This is when you get this real tedious stuff where Craig Sheffer is like, you know, he's like, I'm gonna take the daughter and yeah. I'm gonna try. You can yeah. fuck me to save your family. And there's this, there's a, a scene where he's like really he gets to be really disgusting. And well, this is like, after he kills uh, Brolin too, and so he's like turning people. He's turning yeah. his gang against him because Brolin killed. He makes Brolin kill the cop, and Brolin starts bawling into his, and he's like because he's sort of their leader. It's a bit like it has like. Isn't uh, there a part where he like hits him with a shovel and yeah, Brolin yeah. is just like he hits half him too, he hits him, him too hard. No, he hits him with the with the shotgun, the cop's uh, shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, but but before that, it's like he's sort of like a cult leader almost. Like yes. it's like if there's shades of that kind of thing going on here, where these these people are in his thrall because he is sort of like charismatic and crazy, and they're and they're very dumb. Yeah. Yes. So so when Brolin's like breaking down and crying, going like oh, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it, and then like he turns his back on him and he hits him in the back of the head, and she's like, you hit him too hard. Yeah, he's, it's it's kind of like you hit like him too hard this time. This time. <laughs> Yeah, and there's like there's like blood coming out of his eyes and his ears. And you can tell Craig Sheffer is kind of like that's not what I intended, but yeah. I'm very stupid. It's, really, it's like, like it's not really my fault. Though. He, he does one. He does one of those. It's like one of those death scenes where he's like, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, my brain like, broke. Like he's breaking down and then just dies. And you're like, Geez. He, yeah, Brolin gets a pretty cool death. And that kind of breaks really. the gang because then Adrian Shelley's like, because oh, Brolin's character had a crush on her, yeah. but she like was like, I don't want to have sex with you. But apparently she's because I guess she was with the Craig Sheffer character yeah, who like yeah. now now doesn't like her. Who's Right. Mean to her and doesn't like her now. And now he he's because he's gonna he's gonna try now to he get wants the, the, uh, the daughter. daughter. Yeah. So right. there's a, then right there's a whole Craig Sheffer kills uh, Josh Brolin. This is where this is where his like the upper hand that he has over him because he starts mocking him for being yeah. a lip yeah. dick. And he's going like, you think you think you go have sex with Red over there? I know your pencil doesn't work. Your pecker can't do shit. And then he clubs him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Uh, anyway, so this, everything's spiraling out of control, and, and even David Arquette at this point is just going like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, this sucks. Well, then Adrian Shelley like takes steals the family's uh, car, like yes. their Jeep or whatever, and she like she's out, she of, there. Leaves. out of there. Yeah. She leaves, and then. Uh, Lambert shows up. No, he shows. No, up. He the cops up, he, show up first. Yes, but he, but this is when Craig Sheffer is doing the whole like, yeah, yeah. you go if you want to save your family. But when he's when he's peeling, um, uh, what's the daughter's name? I don't remember. A- Ashley or something. Right. When he's taking her away from Michelle Forbes, and Michelle Forbes, he's like screaming, screaming "You touch is, her, I'll fucking kill you." This is very gross. But she, Michelle Forbes is going like, "Take me instead," yeah, and, yeah. and he goes like, "I prefer something like younger young. and yeah. tighter." It's gross. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. And then he takes her away, and then he's like, "We got, we're gonna, you gotta do it with me. You just give me a kiss, like if you was my, if you was my girlfriend. That's all I want. And then your family can go free." And I hate this sus- suspense like this. this yeah, is, it's very like, is he gonna get to the point where he yeah. can do 
this. Yeah, it's disgusting. And it goes on. It just goes on too long, and you're just like, blah. Like pretty much at this from this point on to up until the very end, it's like pretty tedious. Yeah, because uh, well, it's I mean, just this, this people dumb keep showing guy. up and leaving and stuff. Like getting then, killed. Because then, like uh, the other guy, sh- Christopher Lambert, shows up. But then also at the same time, uh, the other dude. the other dude showed up because he's he overhears on the cop radio like about this, and he's like, fuck, and he's gonna. So he turns around and goes back, and then he shows up, and. It, then he's like the little he's the older brother of Craig Sheffer's character yeah. who was in jail or surprise, something. Surprise, surprise. He shows up so he's like, We're getting out of here and he kind of they think they kidnap st- I think they kidnap stop- they kidnap the daughter, but they leave Jago Levin yeah. the Michelle Forbes. Michelle Forbes. He but. does stop uh, Sheffer from killing Lambert though, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But he's also like do- stops Lambert from killing him. Yeah. Right. He's like, Don't kill him, he's my baby brother. Uh, who, 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 who I love, very much. Who, I who I love, who I love so much that I. Have and made you're him. gonna find out a little bit more about our backstory before everything's done. But yeah. like, the, but there's a scene before that too where they're they're gonna escape in there in their convertible, and then uh, our cat gets shot. And some, some trigger happy cops show. The cops, the cops <laughs> in this are very trigger happy yeah. twice, and then they're and then they're not at not all. Not at all. But they're like, but like at first they're like, you're like Jesus, yeah. And this, these cops show up and are like, freeze! <laughs> they just start. Boom, boom, they boom. just start shooting these people. But I think before they even shoot at anybody yes I mean they killed they wound David Arquette who then later dies Christopher they drive off Christopher Lambert dr- chases after them then it's like a road chase for a bit yeah uh, but the, oh no the, before that there's a scene where you find out what really happened is that he like the older brother had tricked Craig Sheffer into thinking that he'd murdered his the this mom. is super weird they like <laughs> totally like ruining his entire life Craig Sheffer is like a cartoon like a he's like a giggling a cartoonish villain and he then this guy's of, uh, going David like Patrick Kelly from the Warriors yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, but but imagine finding out that that character had been molested by his mother <laughs> and mm. getting like this whole pathology and stuff like that. I mean, at I the wouldn't put end. it past that character either. <laughs> no, no, but so. but just like it's that, just weird. Just the fact that we like have yeah. that like that as part of the movie. Right. We need to like understand why like, he's oh, crazy. What? Why do we need? Why do we care about this? Yeah. Okay. Imagine, so, imagine just even making a whole movie pathologizing like a cartoonish villain like the Joker, for yeah. example. <laughs> I mean, uh, just the, the the very idea. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, in this one scene. He's like, he's like, I know that you was the one that actually killed our mama, and then the his brother's like, well, she was touching you, and you're like, well, this is a lot, and he kills, <laughs> a lot. and then he kills his brother, <laughs> and, he, and he shoots him. <laughs> he is really on a rampage at this point. He, I mean, and that, that's that's the f- only one where it's like, well, you know, he did kind of like do this whole thing where he's like, well, she yeah. was touching you, and but then I made you think you killed her, hurt your entire yeah. life, and like I didn't. So you're like, oh well, yeah, shoot that guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy's a dick. And he gets into a standoff, or you do see Red. She gets she gets into a standoff with the police. This is the one where the cops are, but where the movie at least points out that the cops are a bit trigger happy. Yeah. But also, Red is 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 dies the way she lived, very stupid, <laughs> <laughs> because she like reaches. She's like, there's like nine. cops. Cops that have yeah. their guns pointed. Yeah, yeah. She's like, they're just like, put your hands up. She's like, hold on a I second. Gotta, I dumped all my stuff out of my purse. Let me grab my comb. She picks up her brush, which is metal or whatever. <laughs> yeah, silver. Like chrome, silver or chrome, comb. silver, anyway. She just waves her brush in the air. She turns around and the cops shoot her. It was a brush. It was a goddamn brush. Yeah, uh, that's the end of Red. And she gets shot to death. In and this, Craig so. Sheffer's in a, he's, he's still got the daughter, and he's in a standoff. And David Arquette is in the car, but he's dead. He's dead now. He's in a standoff with the police. And this is the point when the police are unrealistically not trigger happy because they send right. a cop up to go deal with him. And the cops and the cops are like, oh, what are your what are your terms? And Craig Sheffer's like, here's my terms. And he kills the cop in front of these other cops. And the other cops are like, what do we do in, now? In real life would absolutely blow this, fill this car with bullets, even if there's a hostage in there. Yeah. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter. And, and they're just like, well, he's got us over a barrel here. He asks the, he asks the guy, the cop, if he has a family first. He's yes. like, no. He's like, well, no one will miss you then. <laughs> 
So like you're, you're, it's like goes from him being pathologized for like one scene to back to him being like Full a cartoonish supervillain. He's got nothing to lose now. Yeah, <laughs> got a real taste for it. <laughs> Pretty much. And then and then it's like Christopher Lambert is there, and then they because he stole a cop car at some point too. Yes. Or I think maybe those cops at the old farmhouse got murdered, and so Lambert Bugs takes Bunny their shows car. up. It's like a whole it's like a whole chase, but all the chase stuff is kind of boring. This is this point where you're sort of like. Wrap it's it so up. weird. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it's kind of just fizzling. Because I think it starts off real strong. Mm. Yeah. Even though it's a straight-to-video movie, so it's not. But it's like pretty good. like, okay, this is pretty solid, you know, up to the point where, like, I don't know, Brolin doesn't kill him or something. Yeah, something like that. The second half is pretty tedious. I like the whole movie. It's kind of tedious. Yeah. And so and so they're like, eventually, long story short, he gets uh, Lambert, he like fights him a bunch, and they're, they're next to these trains, and Lambert, yeah. like, handcuffs him he, he like at a certain it's like very similar to night moves where he's like i could kill you right now but i'm not going to yeah and he handcuffs him to the he handcuffs him to, to, a the, car to, a, the to the car door and then he like drives the car around a little bit and then parks it and then he's sort of like reunited with his family and they're all like boy that was very intense yes well we're all okay now and craig Sheffer there's like, cops everywhere too there's now cops everywhere and craig Sheffer like is is handcuffed to the door and he and he like kind of like raises up and goes christopher lambert you know what you, you couldn't kill me you're nothing but a pussy <laughs> and this is the, probably the best part of the whole movie when the train that nobody heard or saw well lambert goes uh pussy I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and then a train and a train hits him. Craig Schiffer's like, oh, and a train hits hits him, and the car blows up. <laughs> so weird. And then like it's over. And then it's That's over. It. It's over immediately. <laughs> So it's funny. Really funny. The movie has not been quippy. I don't think so. The movie has not been quippy whatsoever. It <laughs> ends with Christopher Lambert going, "Pussy, I don't think so." <laughs> Right. There's a weird thread in this movie about like this sort of about like thwarted masculinity yeah. and like you know <laughs> manning it up. It's very stupid because <laughs> it's not it's not a movie that's with. exploring it. It's a movie that is like yeah that's like yes you should man up or right. I guess or, or I because because yeah. Shooter McGavin absolutely pays the price for doing this sort yeah. of stuff right and starts the whole thing basically yeah. Well, there's a good one. I mean, there's that. That's one way of doing it, but he failed. The other way is yeah. to chase them down one by one and handcuff them to a car and a moving it, train. Don't do it stupidly. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it in the most efficient <laughs> way possible. Yeah, everybody in this movie is dumb, but at least the villains are dumb in a way that's like I could see these dumb people also being like in the thrall of this psychotic dumb guy. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Whereas the family, you're like, these people are just sort of dumb. It is it, like that's what's frustrating about the second half. Is, or, the whole movie is like this, but that's when it starts getting frustrating. In the second half, is just just stupid people versus stupid people, yeah. and and it feels like one of those dreams where you like you're running from something, but you're stuck in quicksand and something. <laughs> you're, it's just like feels just very frustrating, and you're just like nobody's doing everything. Everybody does is stupid, right. and, and like, like the, the sheriff, like it's just, just spinning goes, his wheels, just shows up there and starts sneaking around and like pops his head yeah. up into their window, He's and stupid. you're like, what is it? Why is this guy dumb too? What was the? <laughs> What's yeah. even happening? Yeah. Anyway, it's dumb, but you know, I enjoyed moments. it. I like Shooter McGavin burning up in the car, and then the very, in the very, <laughs> I'm burning, <laughs> I'm burning up, baby. Woo! I ge- I genuinely enjoyed most of the performances from like the the gang. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, Arquette's thing is very ticky, but it's totally Arquette from the from the mid '90s doing yeah, a thing. Yeah. But like, I liked Adrian Shelley and I liked uh, Brolin a lot. I liked I liked their performance. I wish it's like the thing where I'm kind of like, I wish the movie these these idiots were in was a little better. Right. Because I kind of liked even like the scenes where they're hanging out, where Brolin's like, "See, he's not doing the math right," and they're all like kind of trying to prove themselves to this fucking guy. Yeah. Or whatever. It's kind it's of a in- circle it's, of stupid. It's like mildly interesting. Whereas the other characters, the family, you're like, well, I don't Who like cares? these people yeah. at all. <laughs> uh, there's just one, like one line. Almost everything that Craig Sheffer says is bananas in one way or another. It's a very over the top performance. It's pretty fun. But this is when he's in the standoff, the hostage standoff, and he's like t- t- dictating his terms. He's fr- he's very crazy. You see, he's like, I'd like a lifetime supply of Oreo cookies, <laughs> and my hostage here would like to go on Space Mountain. Only she don't want to wait in line. All right. <laughs> It's like the scene in Armageddon. Like they want to stay at the White Horse? Yeah. White House. Sure. There's another movie about a bunch of dumb people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they, everybody says they're dumb in that movie, too. And they are. Wouldn't trust them with a potato gun, And he says. they shouldn't. I don't know. Steve Buscemi comports himself pretty well. They did it. They were that made scene the right, too. The right he's like he's this to... brilliant geologist, and they're like, he's like, you know, what? I like to do this because the scenery changes, and they let me use explosives. Ugh. Great movie. Okay. Send that man to space. Yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, ratings: two and a half Juds. Uh, it's like right down the middle. Like for everything that is enjoyable in it, there is something else that's boring. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yep. I'm gonna give it uh, one and a half, maybe, uh, maybe two. Douglas's just for the gross rape stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Chickens uses a ballistic <laughs> missile. Uh, chicken, comma, chicken. Yeah. Or I, I was going, I was gonna go with Christopher McDonald's. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I thought the chicken was funnier. Christopher <laughs> <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> yeah, he gets cooked. Yeah, he's burning. He's burning. He's burning. His biscuits are burning. Uh, my biscuits are burning. Don't let my boy see my don't biscuits let my burning. Don't see my biscuits burning. <laughs> Woo! I'm coming for you, mama. Oh, Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. I'm burning up, baby. Uh, <laughs> don't let my boy see me burn. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> Oh wait! What this? What's the part? I think he needs to see his dad. <laughs> what's burn? the part at the end where like she's cradling Jogo? Is it at the end where she's cradling him? She's like, yeah, "What's yeah. your name? Tell me your name." He goes, "You know my you name." You know my, my name. Because because the whole time he'd gone catatonic, and now he's back. And, just, and now the do- and now the daughter likes her. So like, I it's, hate that it's fucking good, kid. It's good for this. It's good for this family because like now they now they're like now the now the, now the wild cards out of the picture. They can be a better family. I think <laughs> when we all look back at this situation, we'll be glad it happened. Glad he died <laughs> because it brought us all closer together and <laughs> Christopher McDonald's is a goddamn idiot I'm glad we watched every time they see McDonald's it's gonna make him feel bad though. <laughs> Aww. it's making me kind of hungry he smelled pretty good when he was burning up <laughs> those uh, fries are ready <laughs> oh they sound you know fries fresh, fresh McDonald's fries you really can't beat them I do want some. That's, no, no, I want some true. McDonald's fries. Yeah. God damn it! Delish. Get some chicken Fuck. nuggets. I like those. <laughs> McDonald's over there on fifteenth uh, is around. Market's been closed forever. I know. Every time <laughs> I'm always hungry for a twenty piece. I can't eat all twenty pieces. I'm crazy. My mom, my eyes are bigger than my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes that don't work. They should have had a scene at the end of this where they're eating McDonald's and they all are crying a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, ends with, it ends with a freeze frame. <laughs> In memory of Christopher McDonald. In parentheses, not actually not dead. Actually dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
go. All right. Uh, two, two Juds. Uh, there's some stuff that I find funny, and I think that the first half is fine, but it just gets very tedious towards the end. And I, this is the second time I've seen this movie, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and watching it the second time, that second half get, is just really like, yeah. God damn, this You're is like, get to the train part. Yes. Get Get to get to pussy. Get to pussy. I don't think so. And then the very end, and the movie's over. Yeah, I'm gonna give it one and a half Douglases for the pe- uh, seducing a girl while peeing. That's just that's just fucking gross. Yeah. And that girl is like, mm, he's peeing. <laughs> She's not not at any point like, wow, I can't believe this guy's talking to me while he's <laughs> peeing. She's like, this is fucking sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit! What what did you choose for your for your last one? Probably last one. I did the chickens. Oh, chickens! All right. Uh, I'm gonna give it um, ten out of ten. You can go crispa for McDonald's if you want. <laughs> crispa for McDonald's. Burning McDonald's. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna get two, two. I'm going two and a half. I like. I felt like I'm like I got, I like. It was like that kind of movie where if it had done one more thing right, I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, three. This is pretty good. But it's like two and a half. You're like, yeah, you kind of. You kind of lost me at a certain point. I generally, I generally liked a lot of the. I liked a lot of the performances in it. So yeah, I like hmm. the cast. Uh, two Douglases. It, there's not nothing in here, but not much really. Yeah, you know. And then you, you did the Christmas. What else happens in this? Uh, Catatonic Jogo loves. You uh, got uh, nine year old killers. Ten out of ten brain damaged brawling thunders. There we oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh. <laughs> Bicycle built for two. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's basically that scene. So jeez, <laughs> except it, except there's not blood coming out of <laughs> Hal's eyes in that movie. <laughs> then uh, in the sequel, when he's talking to Bob Balaban, he's like, "Well, I dream." It's really sad. <laughs> and Bob Balaban's like, "I don't, know. I don't know. I'm sure I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> did I? Did, you, did you hear something? No. Did I? I don't know. I don't know." <laughs> Oh. Well, speaking of I don't know, <laughs> 1999's Resurrection. A detective is about to test his faith. All the victims were 33 years old, the same age as Christ when he died. The guy's rebuilding the body of Christ. And his sanity. Resurrection. Christopher Lambert. Leland Borser. Question your sanity. And have mercy on your soul. Because Judgment Day has arrived. Uh, A serial killer thriller reuniting Christopher Lambert with A, the writer of Night Moves. And B, most most importantly, the most importantly, his director from Highlander, Russell Mulcahy. My, my favorite, my favorite credit in this was, uh, which I think Travis pointed out in our text, was story by story Christopher, Christopher Lambert. Lambert, which I <laughs> laughed out loud at because I was like, I was like, Christopher Lambert met with somebody else and was like, Hey, I've got an idea. Have you, I've got an idea for a movie. Have you seen Seven? Have you seen this movie Seven? Yeah, let's do that. That's my idea. <laughs> Can we like, just make Seven again? Well, we can't make it exactly. Okay, okay you're, but as close as possible. No, I just gotta understand. <laughs> this is gonna be way worse. And I need <laughs> so a, no one will know. I, I need a story credit on this for what? For having seen the movie Seven. Hey, did you see the? You know the guy who's got the the metal dick, the the razor dick in Seven? Can he be my partner? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I want him to be Brad Pitt to my Morgan Freeman. This, 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 this movie, this movie is starts among right. the worst movies that we've ever yeah. done. But it is but pretty entertaining. It. Oh, yeah. It is fucking... This, it is a treat. My favorite thing about this movie... among I well, laughed among, out loud multiple among, times while watching among, this movie. Uh-huh. Among other things, but one of my favorite ongoing things in this movie is the Christopher Lambert character shows up at this crime scene and these two cops are dicks to him immediately. <laughs> he hasn't said anything. <laughs> they're dicks to him. He's been called in on this yeah. and by his chief and they, they're like dicks to him. And throughout the movie, people are like constantly... These other cops are constantly like, this guy's got a stick up his ass. What a piece of shit. And he's, and he <laughs> he's, almost, not, doing he's not doing anything. Well, like were, like he, in Night Moves, he's like, the character he's playing is an asshole. And character, people are like, this guy's kind of an asshole. Like an asshole. And you're yeah. like, yeah. In this one, he shows up and people are like, this guy's a real asshole. And you're like, what evidence do we have of that? The only first, reason that that happens really is funny. because of that scene in Seven where those guys yeah. don't like Morgan Freeman at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yeah or where he's like, like yeah, really look at all the passion on that wall. Yeah, we're really sick of your bullshit fields or whatever. You have several examples of him be, him giving them his bullshit in that movie and this one you're like why did they hate him and they're like li- like a few points in the movie he's kind of like callous about some things but otherwise you're like I don't I think liked the first he makes a joke about this. somebody like ha ah, your wife is in the hospital or something and they're like she has cancer or something like that and he's like oh I thought it was a joke <laughs> yeah and I got like, that what? that is fucking amazing but, but like, the but first like, appearance of this in the movie is at the first crime scene and the, the two other cops see him and they're like what the fuck are you doing yeah. here and he's like I was called in this is my case it, and they're like job. fuck you it's not your case we have jurisdiction he's like actually no it's right here no you don't and they're like fuck you get out of here and, and he, he leaves and we and we and he literally <laughs> got in the first scene God of the movie it. he gets called, he gets called in yeah. and then he's like i don't want to go and he's like you're going and he's like okay and then he shows up and they're like what are you doing here and we're like what movie are you guys in like, they're like oh shit if we, i was him i would we, be like look i'm i don't want to do this anymore i'm going home i don't want to be here either <laughs> And then uh, Leland Orser shows up as his partner, who's just a re- he's just, real he's asshole. Just like a real asshole. <laughs> his, his, hey, what do we got? Another fucking dead body in here? What a joke! Very, very importantly, Leland Orser's character tells jokes all the time, yeah. and you know how I love jokes in movies. He's got a lot of them. He is introduced uh, with a, telling a punchline, and you don't really need the setup. And this is like the first thing you hear Leland Orser say, and he's—I think that he's probably this guy's looking the, at a the corpse. original bone collector. By the yes, way, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's right. He's the lust yeah. victim and the bone collector. And he says, "Yeah." And the old man said, "Son, I get a hard on once a week. I fall down ten times a day." Everybody laughs. All right, <laughs> you get it. He actually says, "Everyone laughs." <laughs> and everyone laughs. Everyone laugh. Come on, <laughs> come on, Leland Orser. It's here. Nice to see a guy feeding off his emotions. <laughs> I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I fucked her. Yeah, and then and then he, like seconds later, when he's talking to Christopher Lambert, they're partners and they like each other. And he goes, "How does a blonde turn the lights on after sex?" She opens the car door. That's one of my better jokes. <laughs> <In a laughs> that's what that. That's the whole. That's what that whole character is. And then later on, the movie becomes like absurdly dedicated to him <laughs> and his sadness over losing. A- <laughs> It's so weird because everything about this movie is exactly like Seven, like paint by numbers yeah. to an absurd. I and mean, hilarious ex- degree. except for the killer's except, like mo and his plan. But the it's killer's, the like killer's a plan is very. Sim- it's also biblical. Same deal. Yeah, it's biblical. Because yeah. the, the killer's plan is to sl- is to build. He's building a dummy he's of, murdering, of Jesus He's murdering Christ. people and he's he's taking parts of their bodies and he's rebuilding. He's building Christ on the cross. Yes. out of and they, they <laughs> out figure, of their body parts. Somehow, somehow the cops figure this out. Before. Well, it's because like we see it at the we see it at the end and you go like he certainly did that but i was you're like these guys the cops figure it out which figure I guess it out is- too because it's like the kill like he's he's killing people named after people in the bible yeah 
and he's killing people who do the things that the people in the Bible do. So he'll go like a guy who was like a money changer. He kills a dude with the same name who worked for the IRS. Right. A fisherman named Mark. You know how hard it is to find a fisherman named Mark? <laughs> the killer was planning this. He needs to find a woman named Mary somehow. <laughs> Good amazing. luck. And he also leaves like Roman numerals. This is a, a classic clue leaving yeah. killer. And he yeah. leaves like Roman numerals. And Christopher Lambert is like cracking the code. And he's like, it turns out these are all Bible verses. And he figures it out. It's really funny because There's- like the whole idea <laughs> is to put together a new body. I, I, I'm skip. I'm going really far ahead here. Well, th- I, mean, I don't like, remember like, why he was doing here's it. Here's the, the plot. The pl- I mean, we we can get into the plot, and we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But I feel like. It- I just want to get the plot out of the way, which is that if you've seen the movie Seven, yeah. it's the same plot. There's even a part where they like find the guy's place, and then they have a little chase, a foot chase and in the, the rain. guy catches one of them and stuff. And it's like not exactly, but it's like the same. It's the same, the same fucking thing. Yeah. And, and and Leland Orser is the Brad Pitt character, so it's a little different. There's a part where. His wife is Christopher Lambert's wife, as you thought, you think murdered, but it's not. It's just her best yeah. friend who was sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's her Chris- sister. It's her sister. Christopher Lambert. I think it's her friend. I think she says specifically says she's my best friend. I know you don't like her or no, something. I know like it's her sister. Yeah, maybe. Even the dynamics it between. Matter. It doesn't matter. You only ever see her when she's dead. I yeah, think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Even the dynamic between Lambert and Orser is very similar to, yeah. to... Oh, yeah, they had that amazing scene in the diner where, like, Christopher Lambert is, like, laying out what he thinks is the killer's deal. He's like, he planned all this. It's, like, it's it's biblical. And uh, and Leland Orser is like, this guy's not a fucking... He's, this guy's a jerk-off. Yeah. He's not a prophet. <laughs> it's totally like the scene in, in Seven. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. He says, uh, movie of the week, at best, is what Brad Pitt says in that movie. It's yeah. it's it's one of those movies that it's the total ripoff, and you're like, at least this pe- the people that made this did see Seven right. a lot. And, you know, Mulcahy, you can shoot a movie. It looks good. Sure. It like is like moody. Yeah. And it's shot, it looks like it's shot in Chicago. Like, yeah. it takes place in Chicago, but there's a, a, at least a lot of scenes where they're driving around, getting out of cars in Chicago and stuff. I'm like, well, they at least shot most of right. this, or part, a lot, large parts of this in Chicago. I, you know, I always like that when a place is, thing is shot in the place it takes place, you know. The, uh, your favorite, your favorite scene in this has to be the the flashback. To the flashback made me laugh out loud. The flashback is so the, is a highlight. Flash- so describe the flashback and, and scene. I don't know. I look. I don't. I, I know it has maybe come up on this show several times that like kids getting killed in movies are scenes that I think are funny, and I don't think that well, the kids I getting mean, killed in movies is always funny. I just think when you that do it like this, it's in funny. these movies, in a movie like this, it's because well, the last time the last time it was the chamber and like that was like, amazing. And that was like you're like oh come on don't this, don't kid don't. Well, do what happens in this this one. flashback scene also importantly, in addition to being hilarious for the for the you know the obvious reasons, has a another evil rollerblader in it. No, so that's flashback right. Flashback to it nick of time. So like so this is back uh, you know a couple of years before back home years ago like the, in the events of this of this movie. His wife is still alive and is like, we need to get our lives back on track. You need to get over the death of our child. And here you get your flashback. And so it's them and they're very happy. And then the the child is on a bike and it's he's probably like a four or five year old kid on his little bike and then uh, Lambert's like the push it, piano Lambert's falls on his head like, yeah. the tune pushed a piano no. onto his head <laughs> that's why he hates tunes yeah. and he's like pushing the he's pushing the <laughs> and he's got a, he's got a good he got a good hold of the kid he's he's a good father and then uh, a, a fucking dumbass rollerblader in slow motion is like oh, whoa accidentally careens into Lambert who no longer has a hold over the child and this is all in hilarious slow kid motion kid goes flying and the kid goes, just keeps on pedaling right into the middle of a road and Lambert's like no. no, and the kid goes right under the wheel of this car. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna post. I took the video. They, like, I'm gonna sh- post it online. The way, the way it's the so kid, funny. 
Because there's a way to shoot and and edit these kind of scenes that is like that is like uh, moving or like that is like uh, effective. I prefer the tasteless method, but but, but I do too. But I'm just saying that like. It's not inherently funny to watch a kid get run over by a car. <laughs> right. But is, when it looks like a Lego toy underneath a little toy, I mean, it's just like... After a rollerblader just see, clumsily bumps into so somebody. You see so much of this kid go under the wheel of the car, and you're like, why? Why did we see so much of this? And, and, then he, and, and, it's, and it's Liam Bear just on the sidelines going, no! And he like comes to he's actually having this flashback, and then it cuts back to him, and he goes, Ah, oh, no, ah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. This movie's very, this movie. The I think there's a lot that's funny about this movie, but I think the funniest thing about it is how it's really trying to be like keyed up and fucked up. Well, it's trying to but be, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's trying to have the emotional like the emotional register of seven. Of it's seven. trying to be seven. It's but absolutely, it's not, and it, it can't. That do is it. so yeah. hard to do. And uh, how many movies are like that? Basically, yeah, yeah. just seven. Yeah. And this movie is trying so hard to do it and failing so spectacularly. It's fucking hysterical one of my favorite recurring things that happens is like these cops these are murder police in the big i think is it new york chicago chicago yeah <laughs> this is a city that's seen some shit and these people have obviously seen some shit but every time they walk in on an emergency scene, everyone's like oh god oh leland orser vomits at one point yeah, He's everyone, like, everyone's barfing it. You know, like, you're not going to want to well, look you know, in here. Uh, and people are like, I'm going to look in there. I wish I hadn't looked no, in there. Oh, my no. God. It's my nightmares. I guess there's, I mean, there's a there's a balance between is the thing. Because there's like that, and then there's the, the other kind of movie cops that like walk into these murder scenes and are like, yeah, and they're eating donuts and like putting their cigarettes out on dead bodies. And you're like, well, have, I mean, be a little grossed out. <laughs> One of the like things somewhere in the middle. That makes this, like, that, that puts this in sort of stark relief with something like that. Like, seven is the way that it is. In the way that Taxi Driver is the way that it is, which is that it was made, it was written by a man who was very, very angry and directed by a man with something to prove. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like Seven. Just like Taxi Driver. So when you try to copy that shit, you can't do it. You've got Resurrection or Joker. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You've got a bunch of people that are trying to do a certain thing as opposed to actually trying to get something out of their system. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Seven feels like... Very, you, you watch that movie and feel like, this was something that these people had to make. Right. This movie... Like, this feels like something these people decided to go ahead and make because they'd seen Seven. This movie makes feels, Maybe fills twice. me with constant embarrassment because when my friends and I started making, like, video, like, shitty movies on a camcorder in high school, we, it was right after we saw this movie and Pulp Fiction. Which movie? And, oh, Seven. And for about, about a year... Not this movie. No, no, no. Seven. <laughs> okay. And for about a year there, we were sincerely trying to make movies. And we would we'd make like Pulp Fiction knockoffs where we would be like, we're dealing drugs and we're bad guys and, and we kill stuff. each other and, and say words that we shouldn't be saying yeah. and stuff like that. And then we did a seven knockoff where we were, and it was the same sort of shit where we were trying to like think of stuff that was so fucked up, but we were a dumb fucking 16, 15, 16 <laughs> year old kids who had, ne- had lived no life whatsoever. Yeah. And so like the, the, I, pl- I played the serial killer on the one that we made <laughs> and there's a scene where I'm being interviewed. <laughs> And, I, and this is the only thing that we can think of. I want to watch this for the show oh, for no. the podcast. It would be the most embarrassing thing I ever <laughs> saw in my life. And I and my name was Maximilian. I remember that. <laughs> Maximilian, isn't that fucked up? I don't know. But I'm like, dist- what I'm a like crazy there's name. There's these two cops and my my, my friends uh, Jared and Steve. These two cops. Tell us what you did. And I'm like, can you imagine a human body with no arms, no legs? <laughs> And no head mounted on the wall like a beautiful portrait. 
And then that's they, awesome. And, and then Steve and Jared both go like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you motherfucker! That is the most fucked up." Thing. That's exactly what this movie. That's is exactly like. what this movie is. <laughs> the it's, whole it's movie. It's about the quality of kids in high school making a movie too. Our version of the ending of Seven was way better than this. Oh, that seven sketch. I played Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that's right. That was pretty funny. That was pretty. I mean, that skit. That skit was eight minutes long. Right. Should have been two. It's too but long. But still. if you if you like us here, look it up. And you want to see? And you want to see me drive while I'm acting? Yeah. Let's see this in 2005. I played yeah. Brad Pitt. I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> that's my car. I'm <laughs> driving. Fucking, fucking loopy doopy. I was the killer. You're fucking also. loopy doopy. That's yeah. right. Classic. <laughs> I was. I was John Doe. Is that on that YouTube too. somewhere? It is. I believe. Oh boy. Maybe maybe we'll share that. Maybe. I'll share it. I mean, it's all three of us in a thing. So. Yeah, I'll never be able to see the seven knock. And and the, we basically, like long, st- uh, well, at the end of the too story. late. But uh, but basically, we watched. We made this thing, and this was all edited in camera. And we watched yep. it, and we started laughing at it because we th- we were like, man, this fucking sucks. <laughs> well, and we started making comedies. Yeah, like there, we never did a serious thing again after that. Because like, you were like, you were like, ah, it's not. We can't do a like, serious. We thing. suck at this. <laughs> We all, I remember all, all of us watching it and going like, we've done some good work here, and then watching it and going like, oh, no, wait a minute. No, We're no. idiots. But anyway, this movie is about- This movie is just like that. It's just like that. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, resurrection, a, not seven. There's a, a, a scene <laughs> I'm also going to post. That I was I was like crying laughing at certain stuff in this movie. I mean, the funniest scene is the kid, uh, you know, obviously getting driven over by the car. But there's a scene where they <laughs> he find... He doesn't like get driven over. He gets like wedged <laughs> underneath. <laughs> yeah, he goes into the wheel well. <laughs> awesome. It's like <laughs> scraping a dead bird And then out it of cuts back wheel. to Christopher Lambert. Goes, no! <laughs> and then it cuts back to the kid getting like dragged into the car for another few minutes. And then it's like, oh! No! <laughs> and it's like a little bit more and then Brad Pitt gets hit by two cars and you're like what the fuck is wow. going on with yeah, this yeah they really movie? wanted to make sure you knew the like, kid was one dead one of the cars that hits Brad Pitt is, is has the kid pinned under it and you're like and Christopher <laughs> Lambert's going no that's <laughs> crazy but then there's this scene where they like they finally yeah, piece everything or oh, this is pretty far from the end I guess it's like two thirds of the way through but they actually do find this body that this psych this fucking fucked up psycho what this kind of man would doopy. do something like this? A total loopy doopy has like he has in fact completed. And you're th- and you're, you're thinking like, is he actually trying to like sew these body parts together to resurrect the body of Christ? <laughs> nope. No. He, they find it and they do this thing. It, it, it's like seven, but it also really reminds me of that scene in Silence of the Lambs oh, where, yeah, where they go, right. "Oh my god, it's Jim Pember, damn it!" And when they actually do reveal that thing, it's very similar because that's also done in a Christ pose. But Are you talking it, when about they, they actually, reveal the final when they re- the final pose or whatever? Yeah, or? Then, this is when they reveal. And it's and it's gonna and the movie is going like this is the most you you've seen a lot of fucked up stuff but here it is the piece de resistance get ready for the grand guignol or however it's pronounced and it's just, the guy is just Gugnol. like practically like duct taped these pieces together <laughs> yeah. on a cross it's so stupid looking and Christopher Lambert comes unglued it is the most fucked up thing he's ever seen in his life he's losing his mind he is a he is murder police yeah this is what he does for a living and he's like. Ah, ah, God. Well, you know that leg. Be- one, oh, of those, no. one of those legs belongs to his partner, Leland Orser, who loses it because he gets, he gets shot in his leg. Because the cop, because the bad guy, when they're chasing him, like catches <laughs> Leland Orser, and he like dresses him up as the killer, and then a cop like 
shoots He's got the gun like duct taped to his hands. So the cop's like, put the gun down. And he shoots him in the leg with a shotgun. And Lambert's like, no, it's not him. And he goes over there and he's like, you idiot. You idiot. <laughs> and, and, he, and then he's what like. What are you doing? Officer Wren, why? And then it becomes this whole, it briefly becomes this whole movie where we're supposed to give a shit about this guy who was an <laughs> asshole who told shitty jokes and how he's going to lose his leg. Like, he's not even going to die. He's just going to lose his leg. They and then his leg. take my leg. And then they, they do take his leg. And then his leg gets stolen. Yes. The killer steals the killer his leg. Steals his leg. <laughs> and then when they reveal uh, everybody's so incompetent. And then and then when they reveal who the killer is, well, we, uh, before I get into that, I just want to mention real quick that I think you posted a picture of it on, somewhere, but we've, uh, we should repost it again. That uh, there's a part where Christopher Lambert is reading a magazine or a newspaper <laughs> today's called Today's Crime. crime. <laughs> That's where he gets all of his best tips. He's, he's reading it. He's today's reading it. And the other crime. guy's looking at it, and they've got photos of like these crime scenes, and that makes it reminds him. Wait, like, this is yesterday's issue. This window wasn't open when we were there. Let's go back there, and they're reading a magazine called Today's Crime. <laughs> It might be today's edition of today's yeah, crime. It's a daily magazine. <laughs> Here's a, a daily edition of today's crime. It's mm. to, what day is today? It's today. Here's today's crime. <laughs> I also get, I also read the family circus in today's crime. They got some good comics in there. I uh, like there's the like scene. an hour left after they reveal the killer. It's it, this movie well, like is very this movie. We're, the way we're describing it, it is very entertaining, but it's sporadic and it like and like it really grinds. It really started to kind of grind to a halt for me towards the end when it was just like this endless chase of this guy. Like at the very end, there's a hilarious part with a with a fake baby. But up oh, to that man. up to that point, I'm just like just we get the just get end the yeah. movie. Well, it it has a series of of pretty high points. I think like it, I but love, they're, but they're so like many. they're brief. They're brief. I do th- I do love the part where like. Like he realizes that the killer is going to try to kill his wife, and he goes to his house, and his <laughs> wife is dead. The and cops he's like, are all there. The cops are all yes. there. There's a dead woman on the floor, blood he's, everywhere, blood everywhere, and he's going like, "Oh no!" For like a million <laughs> times in this movie, he's like you said, he's becoming unglued, and then and then he goes and he and, and all of the other cops are like, "Don't go in there. Stay outside. You're contaminating the crime scene." And he goes and he touches the body. He turns her over because she's on her face. And it's his wife's friend or his wife's sister or something. Whichever and he's just one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just my wife's friend. And it's fine. At that moment, his wife comes home from wherever the fuck she, she had gro- she groceries. She's flipping out. And she's like flipping out. He's like, oh, it's okay. God. It's okay. It's not okay. Oh, shit is so funny. Her friend yeah. is dead. Uh, speaking of the killer being revealed, when this character shows up in the movie, so like earlier, <laughs> early in the movie, like 15, 20 minutes into the movie, yeah. they're coming out of the police station. And this guy comes up to him and he's like, "Hi, I'm Special Agent FBI Special Agent Vickers or whatever my I'm name FBI is." FBI Special Agent FBI. Yeah. What's your What's name? What's your name? <laughs> and uh, and I'm a police. I'm a forensic psychiatrist, and I have been assigned to give you a bunch of advice about the killer whom I have already profiled. <laughs> and he's played by this character actor named Robert Joy, who has been in a billion movies. And I'm just like, as soon as this guy walked up and yeah, like said his spiel, I'm like, "Oh, he did it. That's him." <laughs> yeah. This is the killer. Like later on, this is gonna be the guy. Because then he's like special agent who who gives a fuck, and then uh, Lambert is like some other guy shows up. And I'm like I'm agent who gives a fuck, and he's like no, I oh, want wait. to talk to agent who gives a fuck, and, and he's like that is my name, and he's like and this guy's a black guy. a black guy. Yeah. It's like it's a decidedly <laughs> it's decidedly not, not the same the guy. other guy who's like yeah. a who's like a skinny white yeah. nebbishy dude. Son of a bitch. But I also but also like you you like you call <laughs> you it idiots. you can call it so early that you know it's this guy, and then every scene that he's in with Lambert yeah. after that is like him. 
fucking with his head. He's like, yeah. so uh, how you dealing with the death of your son? You know, all all of this shit. But it's really funny. But it's also it's all this stuff that like it's like such wannabe seven that it's so funny because oh, all the scenes where they're where he, they're fuck he's fucking with his head are so they're all so lame too. It's just sort of like they're hanging out in a donut shop and it's just this like conversation that could be that could, <laughs> so could be it's maybe five minutes but could be two. Well, even something. the scene there, there's finally the scene where like oh they you know they found the actual FBI agent Baker so they know it's this guy and they go and catch him on they the street him. and he like puts up his hands and he's like oh you finally figured it out and then they like got him down on the ground all the cops are like drop it motherfucker you know like bitch behind your back sick motherfucker they get him down on the ground and he like he's got his hands up and he looks over at Christopher Lambert it's exactly like it's a similar exact yeah, same so. shot in seven of Kevin Spacey like on the ground looking up at, at Morgan Freeman this just this just goes on longer because then they take the, then they take the guy and they arrest him he's like you got no you can't proof. arrest me you can't yeah. arrest me and then they go to court and the judge is like you gotta let him go and yeah. it's like this whole long thing where you're like why do we have to watch the some, fucking justice system. Shit. There's nothing we can do. We like, gotta why, set the psychos free. And why do there's we the have whole, to watch this, this whole shit. chase, this yeah. foot chase shit rigmarole where they like they he goes to the train station and put, switches out a disguise and drops the <laughs> surveillance and they gotta fucking yeah, chase him to the hospital where he's gonna kill a woman named Mary who's pregnant. <laughs> And then has Mary have has Mary given birth? Cause yeah, because she, she he gets she the gives baby. birth and he gets the baby and it's this fakest looking baby since <laughs> oh American God. Sniper. <laughs> this is an amazing highlight too. And this is like the a, second, this is a, this is like a, it's like a very this rubber is also baby. the second movie that has ended that we've done that's ended with a villain holding a child off the roof of a hospital. <laughs> yeah, but this one's funnier because this is a ba- it's like a rubber it's baby. It's like a rubber baby. It's, it's hanging it upside down rain, by its, it's feet. It's raining. It's pouring rain. Rubber as baby bumpy bumpers. It's raining. <laughs> rubber baby buggy bumpers. It's raining as hard as it can rain anywhere. He's holding this rubber baby over the side and the baby it's like this it's like this uh, dubbed over baby going because <laughs> like otherwise you th- otherwise i'm watching going like was this ba- is the baby dead because like because it's not because it's not a real baby and it's not moving at all except when he like waggles it around and it kind of rubbery does a little rubbery dance in the rain and this is where you get some like <laughs> it, 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 like i can't stress enough how paint by number how much this is ripping off seven like it's uh, almost admirable or Christopher Lambert is we just do the same shit. I mean, you follow it note for note, right? right. And so there's this part. Except there's just is, a chase at the end instead of them like instead right. of it like turning out that you know. <laughs> and this is what Lambert is. This is hilarious to me where he's like confronting the guy and he's doing that whole sort of like you're a fucking t-shirt at best thing and he goes yeah, yeah. like you're nothing nothing but just another lunatic one year from now no one will remember your name and then he goes if I drop this baby they will <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna remember me for cutting everybody's limbs off and assembling them into a body of Christ but boy I'm dropping this baby off Mwah. dropping this Chef's baby kiss. off a roof that's gonna do it yeah uh, anyway, anyway, Lambert like shoots him through shoots a series him. of edits. He through a series of editing choices. He the bad guy gets but shot. He, and he grabs the, and baby the baby out of midair. He grabs the baby out of midair, and the gotcha, guy, baby. the guy falls off of the building. This is this is a, another thing. I mean, I think so much is funny. He catches uh, the baby out of the air, and then he's grabbed the baby, and he goes. Wah, wah. But but <laughs> like, the baby's still alive. That's the only. That's how you know. <laughs> I got you, rubber baby. Let's get you back to your rubber mama. And then the parents are like, "Oh, thank you so much." That's the best scene at the end. Really, like, this is the parents of the baby that you say, and they're like, they "We just wanted rubber. to thank you." It's so awesome. Me and Mrs. Steensman would like to thank you for returning Iris. Listen to Shalom Hennessy. <laughs> that, ba- that baby is brand new too. That, ba- that baby right out that of the baby oven. went through a lot right away. <laughs> but uh but this is what it's extra I mean, I this is one of the funnier bad movies I've ever seen, but what it's extra hilarious about it is that this movie is tonally a hundred percent like seven, start to finish, and then is like 
Nah, it's, it totally pulls the, the punch thing. at the end. Yeah, absolutely not doing the ending. The baby no. is fine. They save the baby, yep. and then the last scene is him talking to Leland Orser, and Leland Orser's basically he's got like, a prosthetic you know leg. I think I'm gonna be all right. Right, he's, roll crazy. I like the because he's doing his physical therapy, and he's like on the like the thing with the treadmill sort of thing yeah. with the rails, you know, because he's learning how to walk on his leg. People run the Boston Marathon with these marathon things. With yeah. these things. Yeah. I'm gonna like, get back on the force. I'm gonna be a cop again because being a cop is good and good time. Let the good I'm times surprised roll. he doesn't tell like some off-color jokes about his fake leg. Yeah. I mean, you know, it would be keeping in character. But then the movie wouldn't be keeping in character by having the it, you know connect with the beginning of the movie. See, the resurrection was his spiritual resurrection because he's he now was, he's not sad. About he's not his sad dead about son. his dead son <laughs> <laughs> or, or his or, fake leg or whatever or what have you. Hopefully his wife will not be sad about her murdered friend or she, sister. She probably will. They should move. They should move. <laughs> they should move because she's going to rem- she's going to remember that That's every gonna time she goes to the That's going to be a hell of a stain room. on the carpet. Oh yeah, and everything. The furniture and shit was white too. <laughs> yeah. That is not. That's not coming out. Yeah. I've, I read Macbeth. You can't just put club soda on that shit. <laughs> they say that they're stain guarded, but yeah, well, not really. You gotta, not like you gotta get the Scotch guard. White but. furniture. Give me a break. I mean, that's tacky anyway. So yeah. like, the way they, this this movie ends too, though, it wouldn't even surprise me all that much if it was like the even the kid like came back to life. It turns out he was uh, <laughs> he was fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, my son's alive after all. Oh, He's been in cryosleep this been, entire time. I'm okay. I've been living under that car <laughs> for five yeah, years. I was jammed under. I was jammed in that wheel well until for a while. Te- but, until uh, technology was suitably <laughs> suitable to extract me without further harm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking amazing how much of a cop out that it is. Because like He's the so whole time you're going to, go to the hospital, and the car is in there with the kid, and the right. kid's like hooked up to these two. <laughs> the car is hooked up to it too. It's like it's like Omar Sharif in Top Secret, where he's just yeah, walking yeah. around with a car, they've a got, car around they've him. Got to, they've got to keep the engine running at all times, so it's got this like thing hooked up to keep it running, and the kid's like wedged to the wheel. They got to oil him up like the scarecrow. Ooh, or like I want to see this man. movie. He's got a seventy percent chance of living, but only a forty percent chance of that. <laughs> oh, did we? You know, you know something we totally forgot that this just reminded me of, and thank God it did. Is is that because I was going to say who do we, who would you get to direct that movie? And I think maybe David Cronenberg. Oh yeah, okay. who's in this movie? Who's in this movie? That's right. Who has a, who he has like a, a weird cameo role that you think? And so briefly you go like, oh, David Cronenberg's in this. Maybe well, is he he's the, the killer. Maybe he's the killer because you know he plays the psycho That's killer, true. and he does show up before he, the guy who is the killer shows up. Because like and like they confess, he confesses to him. He's yeah. like a priest, but it's very it's very weird. I was like David Cronenberg. I'm glad that we. I'm glad you mentioned that car movie because yeah, yeah. I was like maybe David Cronenberg could direct that movie about a kid who's attached to a car that's still alive <laughs> somehow or whatever. Anyway. David Cronenberg is in this. He doesn't do anything funny, but it's weird that he just pops up yeah. in it. Like it's like he owed a favor to. Uh, that's how I think they probably filmed a bunch of this in Canada, actually, mm-hmm. because uh, Cronenberg yeah. is because he maybe owed a favor to Mulcahy or something, right. or was like or someone or, or somebody or had or, some money he needed to make. Had a, yeah, had a house payment, you know, whatever. He's like, sure, I'll be in your thing. It's because it's like, uh, like when he's in Nightbreed, it almost makes more sense. Yeah, I mean, that's a good movie. Yeah. Well, and it's he's, better. And, than but this. he has a like, substantial character in that where he pops up and he yeah. you know, ultimately he's is important. The, yeah, and but like in this one, you're like, mm, he just well, sort of is in two scenes as a priest. Yeah, maybe he just was like, hey, uh, Russell, you got a part for me in this movie. I got this priest costume for Halloween. I want to use it like good Cronenberg. Good Cronenberg. Yeah, solid. <laughs> yeah, I thought that I would have done it more like this. Yeah. 
It's kind of what he sounds no, like. No, I think no, it's no. Okay. Well, I'm not crash. Oh, hey, uh, hey, uh, Russell. Oui. Hey, Russell. Uh, hey, do you got a role for me in your new movie, Resurrection? I'm just, I'm kind of not doing much right now, so I'm just spot wondering. on, <laughs> spot on. I mean, geez, if you don't, that's cool, I guess. Okay, well, uh, see you later, hoser. <laughs> just kidding. Just Matt kidding. was like, just kidding. You're not a hoser, and he called him back in. Uh, I would like, never, never actually call the, anyone a hoser. That's sorry, actually really sorry, bad in Canada. Sorry about the hoser thing. Eh? Yeah, I'll be in my office. I'll be in my office. Actually, Matt like, sent out a, uh, a text going like, "I knew who the bad guy was the moment he oh, appeared." You thought it was and Carmen? I thought it was the the priest. I was just yeah. like, "Yeah, that was." I didn't want to spoil fit. it for you in case you couldn't figure it out. But, but I was just figuring. I was like, as soon as this dude I showed thought, up and said that, I'm like, "It's got to be." But this I, movie is too basic for that to be the answer yeah. because what actually happens because he's like struggling with my Christianity yeah, because yeah, yeah, how yeah, could yeah. there be a God if he took my child? One of those right. classic like, "Well, something right. bad happened to me, so maybe there's something not something to this Christian it thing." Is, yeah. And at yeah. the end, he's like, fi- he's like touching a crucifix again going like you know what after seeing all these people get their body parts hacked to bits and seeing all the rotting parts stitched together into a Christ figure <laughs> or at I'm least thinking duct together. of getting back into this religion thing again like he's that's that's interesting that you weird. that you mentioned that though because uh because you know we keep talking about how this is taking every page out of Seven's book that's something that Seven doesn't do Yes. It yep. doesn't have the, like, Somerset's not tormented by the case that he couldn't solve or the person mm-hmm. he couldn't save. He's just beaten down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes just it which makes it a better movie right, because it's not, it's not only, it's not like one thing equals another thing. Right. It's just uh, all of this. I've just been seeing this shit for so long and I'm fucking sick But it's just, it. it's like, it's fascinating because like we keep pointing out how similar these two things are, but how unfakeable Seven is. But it is also right. like good, it is important to point out how like, this movie is like, like I saw seven and let's make that. Yeah. Except he's like, I also, only saw oh, these but certain no, but, things. No, but also like I saw it. In, but could we do it where the ending's not so much of a bummer? Yeah. yeah. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. It I feels like that, it's I like, bet that it's like somebody it, said that. but then that ending, like you, yeah. you know, I liked seven, but that ending was a real bummer. Yeah. Jeez, it made I mean, me sad, and that's not why I go see movies, you know. <laughs> that movie is intensely still fascinating to me because of the way that I loved it when it came out and the way that I love it now. They're very yeah. different. Like yeah. when I was 16 or 17 or whatever it was in that movie that came out, I was like into how mean and dark it was. And Seven? I thought that, yeah. yeah. And I thought that that made it important and special. And now I watch it and it's totally not about that anymore. For me. I didn't l- really like it the first time I saw it because of, because of that stuff. Cause wow. I was, cause it made me feel like I, I could see the, I like, you know, I like could see the craft and stuff, but I was like, it made me feel gross. And I was kind of right. like, I don't like this. And then I watched it like again a year later and was like, I, I kind of love this, but I mean, like, it is that kind of movie. You could see a movie but like it was that, like, but it was cool because I was like, I was like affected by it, and it was the kind of thing where I'm like, I should like this because this is like, but also like, I'm like, why don't I, why don't I, lo- why don't I love this? And then like seeing, watching it later, going like, I know why. It's because the movie is kind of like pushing you away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I feel like a movie like that could easily fall back on just being, look how edgy I am, and it's notable for yeah. not being that as much as much as it might even live that way in your memory. Now it's not that way. No, well, we'll cover it someday when we do our Fincher episode. Well, maybe but, you know that's that's one that we got. That's like a that's a big one. We got to save that that's for the right time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But uh, but this movie is no seven. No, it's no seven. It's trying it's to. Like, it's a you know seven. What? I agree. Not as good as seven. <laughs> it's it's try it's it's trying to be. It want it kind of wants to be. As, as far as shitty knockoffs of seven go, I will take it. Oh, I, I there's a lot of sh- I've seen a lot of shitty knockoffs of yeah. seven, and this is easily my favorite. It is so it's well, so fucking is, funny from start to finish. We, we've done some other ones. I mean, copycat has yeah, its, yeah. some of its roots there. We've done so, a lot of stuff that like that like where the filmmakers were were like doing the thing where they're like, well, certainly we don't want to just 
rip off the entire plot of Seven. Right. But the guys this who made this so one were far. like, we're like, we're just gonna rip off the entire plot yeah. of Seven. I don't know. Well, they already did Seven Deadly Sins, but there's some other way we can get a bunch of different victims in ghastly crime scenes. What if a guy was gonna have something tape, to do with religion? Duct tape a bunch of body parts together to look like Jesus. Oh sure. my God. Sure, that's oh, it. Oh no! <laughs> it's so gross. It's so gross. It's terrible. I got space madness. There's like the, the whole running gag of the jokes, and then there's a part at the end when uh, Leland Orser, and uh, this stuff is technically the more boring stuff in the movie where Leland Orser's struggling about his, like, I'm so sad that I don't have a leg now, and I don't, don't look at me. But it's just so weird and out of place, and they do it for so much that I really thought it was funny. But there's a part when he's trying to, when uh, Christopher Lambert is trying to cheer up Leland Orser, and Leland Orser is the guy who tells jokes, and he's like, yeah. I'll tell you a joke for a change. Okay. <laughs> Two boys were sharing a hospital room, and one asked the other what he's doing there. And he's he, got said, a little Van Damme in he him. said he was here for a <laughs> circumcision. The other one said, oh, man, I had that done after I was born, and I couldn't walk for a year afterwards. And then Leland Orson goes, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I doesn't deserve to win. <laughs> and there's just like just count, there's like almost all the stuff that I have written down here is, is some like, uh, oh, God, this is the, a, a line that he says in the cafe. I mean, talk about ripping off seven where he goes, I'm not doubting he's insane, but don't discount his intelligence. Right. It's just like practically word <laughs> yeah. for word. It's insane. And then like just the rest of the stuff that I have written down is just all like, I can't believe how fucked up this is. <laughs> and people who are like seasoned cops who live in Chicago are like, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. <laughs> my God. My brother was a cop. My dad was a cop. My mother's a cop. I ain't never seen anything never like, this seen before, like this before. Like this. Dude, these cops Put are some sport like, peppers what? on that hot dog. Put these some sport <laughs> peppers on that fucking dead body over there. Hey, you got a deep dish here? Who's a deep dish for? Oh, my this. God. Did they duct tape a bunch of body parts together? <laughs> they could, that corpse looks like a deep dish pizza. <laughs> constantly like, what kind of guy would do this? What and it's like, guy the kind of guy that you guys go after all the time. This is your job. What kind of what kind of guy would build a body of Christ out of utter body parts, man? <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing That's I ever saw. That's the most fucked up thing I I'm ever gonna saw. I'm going to need a lot of malort to get through this. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to need a bit of malort. <laughs> Oh, boy. Let's all go to Bill Swirsky's after this. Kinda Ditka would not out. be appreciative of this. <laughs> uh, Did Ditka do this? He's, he's Ditka's the only guy. one who could pull this off. <laughs> only Ditka's got the brains <laughs> and the killer instinct. Don't discount Ditka's intelligence. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> ratings. I'm going to give this three Juds. Wow. Yeah. I think it deserves three Juds. It's terrible, but I had fun watching it. I was not bored. Uh... One, one Douglas? I don't know. Eh, not even. There's no sleaze There's in it. There's no sleaze in it, really. Uh, and even the killings aren't, like, sleazy. Like, they don't, they don't, yeah. tr- they don't port that all, from Seven. Where they, don't, get they don't port that from Seven where it's, like, that I can recall, anyway. Right. That it's, like, real gross, like, sex killings or yeah, something. Yeah, it's yeah. just, like, <laughs> it's just dead people that have been mutilated. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no No Douglases, not really. Uh. And I'm going to give it... Uh, uh, 10 out of 10 ba- babies or children wedged underneath car <laughs> wheel wells. Rubber baby bubble. You want that one? No, no, you, got, no you got it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I have a rule on, uh, on Letterboxd because I like uh, bad movies, but I can't go higher than three and a half uh, stars just because, you know, for a, even if I really loved it. So that's that's the that's the ceiling, and I think this is one of the better bad movies I've ever seen. I, if you're into that sort of thing, I highly recommend it. I laughed 
I laughed harder watching this than most comedies that I'll watch. It's fucking hysterical and crazy. So I'm giving it three and a half Juds. Wow. Really, the highest possible rating, basically, yeah, for this movie. Yeah, for this kind of movie. Yeah. It's Jeez. so funny. I'm impressed. Um, Not surprised. No. no I, I was just like minutes into it. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what this is going to be. And it's going to be like this the whole way through. <laughs> uh, zero, uh, zero Douglases, no sleaze. Yeah. Not the point. And uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 rubber baby bubby bumpers. Hmm. Uh you took the other thing in the movie, <laughs> the two baby things. Uh, I'm giving, I'm going lower. I'm going two and a half because I, I was it, while I was watching it, I'm like this will be fun to talk about, and I've had a much more enjoyable time discussing it than I did watching it. I found all those parts that we talked about are like, but it was like for me it was sporadic. Like in between those parts, there were long parts where I was like this, I was bored with it. I was just bored with it whenever it was sort of just being a shitty seven knockoff. Right. And then when a little kid got run over by a car, I'm like, ooh, I would perk up. So. Or like a rubber baby. But the ending, the ending also really killed it for me because there's this, they catch the bad guy, and then it feels like there's like a half hour yeah, of the there's movie a lot afterwards. still where they're just like, he get, they get him, they have to let him go, but then they follow him, but then he gets away, but then they chase him to a place, but then he gets a baby, but then right. he goes to this place, and then it's like, good fucking end already. End already. And I didn't. And that last scene, I thought was really fucking stupid. I was like, "This is what the movie's about." Okay. Uh, so I'm going. I'm going two and a half Juds, uh, zero Douglases, because there's not. There's not even any talk of sleaze in this oh, that, really, I can, yeah. that I can remember. And giving it uh, ten out of ten, duct taped together body parts. There you go. <laughs> Form the body of Christ. Duct tape Christ. Unbelievable. The most disturbing thing Christ. anyone has ever seen. I, dude, this is my two. I, while I was watching all three of these, I'm like, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna end up giving two and a half to all of these because yeah. I like almost. They're almost all kind of. They're almost all like kind of good, except I kind of by the end of all of them was like, I don't really care. I don't, really about, care, I don't really care about any of this. They are all junk. Yeah, Just, I feel like it was across the board. Like this was like the most the most mediocre junk episode we've done yeah, in a long time. A while, anyway, yeah. where I mean, I think we've done episodes where we have that, but it's usually buffeted buffered by like something that we really love or something yeah. that like really fucking sucks. Yeah, and this was yeah. kind of like I don't think any of these really suck, and but none of them are great are either. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but to be you know, the resurrection fucking sucks. It sucks. It's just wonderful. I mean, you if just you just got to, yeah, yeah, and it's you, you, I recommend anybody who's into that sort of thing. If you're into that sort of movie, you know, it, you, you should seek this thing out. It's fucking hysterical. It's, yeah, it's and it's I, fun. I laughed a lot. Yeah, more than any comedy I can remember seeing. I, I mean, I laughed out loud at, for sure at the the one scene we discussed in detail with the kid in the car, and then also I laughed out loud at the rubber baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, there were other parts that were amusing to me, but I was also it was it, so that was like it was in between that I was like up and down. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty funny. It's yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Well, we did it, guys. We, we made we it. We got through it. That's uh, that's Christopher. We Lambert. didn't think that was gonna run as long as it did either. Yeah, mm-hmm. ran normal length. You I never know. So. We did okay. What's next? Kev? Uh, yeah. Well, me? What? Yeah, because you wanted to do this. Next up, thing. next up, I don't know what we're going to call it. I was just calling it First Timers. Yeah. It's Filthy an episode first I've been, been wanting to do for a while, and so we're going to do two. First Traps. We're going to do two, two movies that I Ooh, think. that's pretty good. Two movies from sibling directors. Mm, that's true. From sibling director teams that are like uh, fucking two of my favorite movies, and then a movie I think is probably good from another big one-time director that I haven't seen since high school. So we're going to do Bound. Yep. Man. Blood Simple. Mm-hmm. Man. And Shallow Grave. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't seen Shallow Grave in forever, and I imagine I will enjoy I've it. I've but it's all Bound and Blood Sibyl like, but, a lot and yeah. love them both, yeah. so this will be fun. But it was, but they're all, all movies by first-time directors who then went on to blow kind up. of blow up. You know, uh, the Coens, Wachowskis, and, uh, and Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. First um, Traps. I think they were not going to get any better than that. First like Traps. That there we go. 
yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about this one because this will be three movies. Well, at least two movies that we will. That we all, definitely that I believe love. we will all be like. Yes. Yeah. But I think we're going to be like, well, these are five five Juds, but let's just talk about how much we yeah. love this movie. So and yeah, then get to shit talk Danny Boyle a little bit. <laughs> I'm always up for that. I fucking do. love to love shit it. talk on Danny Boyle. <laughs> love it. Well, I'm I'm curious to see how I feel about Shallow Grave. It's been a while. Till then. Uh, yeah. Follow us on our Twitters, our Letterboxd accounts. Follow Suspense is Killing Us on Instagram, make sure and Twitter. Sh- make sure and share it around. If you know anybody you think that might like it Rate on Twitter review. or anywhere, yeah. like let them let them know to listen to us. Because you know I'm gonna be posting cool. some a lot of. I'm gonna try to restrain myself. I took a lot of clips from Resurrection, so I'll try gonna, not to put them all up. Just gonna, we might as well just post the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what it felt like. I eventually just had to stop. And if anybody's it's got so the, uh, David Cronenberg's uh, number, give him give I'd him a call know, about yeah. that. Give him a call about that. Uh, what's he doing in this movie? But also about. Uh, maybe making that movie about the boy who kept the alive after he got run over by a car. Yeah. yeah. Get on our get on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Get on our Patreon. We're uh, we just put out the traffic episode. We got I think by the time this comes out we'll have put out uh, uh, Bordello of Blood or, yeah. or Scent of a Woman. Or Scent of a Woman. I'm not sure what order. I think Bordello I, I don't know. Doesn't Either matter. way like that's all a lot of stuff that you have to look forward Ooh, ah. to. Yeah. Who are indeed. And, And, uh, uh, yeah, that's about it. Until then, uh, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye.